ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Under the Influence Podcast. Under the Influence, episode 128. 128. As always, I'm Big Cass. I'm that guy, P.M. How you doing tonight, my brother? My eyes are pulled back as far as they can, and I think they are slapping hands in the back of my head. <laughs> that is, that is, we, we would all be so lucky <laughs> to, to be there. I don't even know how I'm seeing right now, really. Everything's in widescreen mode. Hey, I ain't mad at you. That's a beautiful thing. I had to slow down a little bit. So when I do get to, to, to lift off, it's yeah. a lift off. And I'm liking it. That's how uh, <laughs> that's how it's been with me and this year drinking since I didn't stop uh, drinking during the week. Hey, as long as you don't pass out. Yeah, I won't. <laughs> I, I promise you. <laughs> we good, man. So I got so I got funnies. So last night my niece convinced me to come out the house. Right, everybody convinced to come out the house last yeah. night. So I was sitting there and I was I was drinking this. Yeah, I just started sipping this. She called me like. I'm good at the house. Like, where you going? Where you want to go? She's like, I'm over here, but I'm done here. She's like, I'll catch an Uber to where you. I'm like, well, save your Uber money. Like, I'll just come and get you. Right. So I go pick her up. She's like, let's go to the strip club. I said, to strip club with my niece. She said, yeah. She said, I'm old enough. <laughs> so I said, you're, you're, you're a lot older. You're way, you're past old enough. So, all right, cool. She said, let's go to that one you went to for your birthday. <laughs> I said, all right, let's go. So I go, right? We go. Get in there, bro. We I go all the way to the back. To the back, back, back. Yeah. The back of the back of this motherfucker. I got a hat on. Like, nigga, don't look at me. Like <laughs> so uh, we back there, we just chill we talk. We ordered a couple drinks. The the the, the <laughs> manager sees me, he brings me a couple free shots. <laughs> like, oh shit, you back, bro. Like nigga bring me a couple free shots. And as I'm sitting there chilling, like strippers is walking by. And like noticing me and like stopping what they doing to come and giving me a hug and shit. <laughs> and one little bro was like over there sitting on a dude lap, like chilling, like they drinking and shit. She yeah. looked over and saw me and I saw her see me. But then I saw her like double check. Yeah. And she got up and was like, I'll be, I'll be back and came over to me. So my niece is like, how often do you come in here? That's the second time I've ever been here in my entire life. She said, nigga, you must have acted a fool. <laughs> See how I many niggas they come across for them to be acting like that because you been here. The one little brother was like, why didn't you tell me you was coming? I was like, do I have your number? She was like, mm. I said, oh, <laughs> I oh you fucked up <laughs> at that I, moment. I, that's what I, you I knew said, he fucked I up. Said, damn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you fucked up. <laughs> Hey man, he was fucked up. She, how about that? Listen, she just got to telling my niece about the shenanigans. She was like, "Your uncle is a fool." <laughs> she said she got to tell me all this shit. She was like, "But try to get that nigga dance." He said, ah, 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 "Sit down here, here's some money. Just be cool. Watch the." <laughs> hey, she said, "Nigga, how many times you been in here? Once. This is this is number two. <laughs> she said, God damn, you acted a fool. I said, I acted a donkey. Fuck a fool. <laughs> I get a plum fool with this motherfucker. Hell yeah. But it was a good time, man. So I'm not not mad at any of that. It was alright. Oh, no, nah, I don't give shit. I ain't this shit. It was alright, man. In the crib and just staying to myself and enjoying myself 
and it's time of need to be with myself. That's how I was uh, trying just, to be last night. Now it's just sometimes you just want to be by yourself. Nigga, you ain't got to tell me. Or it's the best. And the whole week went by fast, too. Usually go by slow when you that when I'm, yeah. you know what I'm saying, in my own little world. But it went by, like, every day. I'm trying to catch a, uh, Damn. at some point, yeah. At some point in time, it's a, uh, geez. At some point in time, I should, I should be able to catch some a long time during this little Thanksgiving break because mm. I'm not doing much for Thanksgiving but I think my kids is going around about mm-hmm. well I feel you on that one of my my, my, my my one daughter she's going down to Texas to visit her mama so I know she go I think she went out earlier hot yeah it's hot down there yeah whoa and uh I think my son and them they here but I think he uh I think they're going over to Thanksgiving because I'm not cooking nothing I <laughs> <laughs> and, my, and my grandma down to the whole, she ain't doing no cooking. So they oh, used to be real? the yearly yeah, tradition. Yeah. We I'd pile the kids. Go, yeah, I'll go down to her come yeah, back. She ain't doing no cooking. Okay. Hey, my sister, they talking about they cooking over there, and I might stumble over there at some point in time. But I'm not about to like sit over there all day long <laughs> like I would at grandma's house. You feel me? Like, I feel you. I wanted to go down south this year, but it just ain't gonna happen. Yeah. You know what I mean? Ain't too many of them uh, promised so. Once you get to this time time of year, I gotta make a good decision on what the fuck I want to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But somebody, you know, they all asked me to cook, so I was like, "Fuck it, I'll cook it again." Yeah, I think I'm gonna try to spend as much of my Thanksgiving in my house by myself, mm-hmm. uh, persuading people to bring me plates. No, I like to do on Thanksgiving. What's that? Like everybody like to go to the movies and shopping. I like to go bowling. Bowling? Yeah, on Thanksgiving. Cause don't nobody be there. Quiet. Quiet. Everybody be shopping. Listen, <laughs> I understand. You know what I mean? I like to have the whole motherfucking place in my. That's why I like to be up late too. Me too. That's why, I like to be up late. That's why I'm shitty. Like a lot of stuff in 24 hours no more. Yeah, we used to go down to the glove compartment off of 52nd and uh, Keystone mm-hmm. and be up all night shooting. The motherfucker used to wait on us to come in. As soon as we walked in, he locked the door. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, that's my that's my type of party, man. Hell yeah. Quiet time. That's what I like about uh this time of year at the gym. Oh, uh, for everybody the gym be dead. It's the it's the calm before the storm. Cause, yeah, because so January came. All they uh, what you call them? New Year's resolution. The new resolution. In yeah. the way taking up. I mean, I'd be glad to see them. That's a good marketing tactic. But they be they be taking up space. But that's that's the excuse to from from now until then yeah. eat and gorge and whatever. You know and what I'm saying? And by March, they're Anyone who's not going to stick to it is completely gone. They all, really start, they, they all really start fading off by like the end of January, top of February. How could they get taxes? But <laughs> they're going to eat seafood. But by March, by March, you see the really like going to be in here. Yeah. And who's not? But man, January and February is a fucking shit show. But January is special. The motherfuckers that got talked about, fucking they the shit ones that are going to stick to it. The ones that got them taxes and shit. It's always next year. Yeah. It's always next year. I'm going to go dip these claws in butter. And and, and, and the thing is, you think if, you, if you're if not going to control your eating, at least you can do is work out. Hey. And I want to. No. Like, I don't want to. I understand. But I control my eating, though. That's what I'm saying. If you're not I control my eating. Yeah, I'm, I'm back I do with that. a little kick, man. I'm, I got to get my shit together. 
<laughs> smoking, quit drinking so much. Man, I haven't had too much fast food. If I if it's fast food, it's not no, um, it ain't no chain. Well, yeah, it ain't no chain. That's another thing I slowed down on. What's that? I went all week without DoorDash. Oh, for real? Outside on the weekends. No, no, I just, you last, said a whole week. Yeah, the last two weeks without DoorDash. Now on the weekend. That's my little, that's how I, when I'm on my, when I'm locked in on my workout shit. Cheaters. That's how, man, listen. You gotta have a cheat, man. You gotta treat yourself. Is my time. And Sunday is my, my time. <laughs> I, I'll catch a pig and kill it and cook it all on the Sunday. I'll, I'll dip a shoe in, in pig fat and, and eat it on a Sunday. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody be like, well, well, I know your diet ain't no diet on Sunday. You can bake a pie, soak in ice cream, and dip it in pig fat. Like you said, no lettuce on Sunday. Yeah, no lettuce on Sunday. No vegetables, <laughs> no fruits, nothing else on Sunday. I feel you, and man. Monday, I get up and go to the gym, and I get back to it. So I'm yeah. back on my little shit, man, trying to. I got to go on a vegetable diet here. A little bit. It's gonna be after the holidays though. Yeah, because there's too many meats getting cooked right now. Yeah, I'm. I really probably need to do it. I need to do something like that after Thanksgiving, man. Because I don't really fuck with turkey, mm. but I fuck that ham up. Ham and that ham so goddamn salty ham. and honey glazed, and you run around and with the pork sweats. Yep. And that's fine. I'll deal with it. I'm gonna drink my water. Yep. And and and. You know, I go, I go sit in the sauna at the gym, get some of that shit out of me. Now, do you do you eat the ham with the, the pineapple and the cherry on it? I do. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. The ham, bro. I was sitting that motherfucker, and if you give me access to that ham, I'll do everything with that ham that can be done. I'm making sandwiches, sandwiches and real cheese sandwiches, are the best sandwiches off of those. The ham, the it's so fucking cut thick. Regular ham, fried up, cold, fried up. Put shit. in some scrambled eggs, nigga. I, man, listen, bro. Hey, that's a good idea. Make a good number with that type of ham. Yes. Shit. I do anything and everything with that. That me an idea. Yeah. I'm. I miss. I'm shitty. Like I miss the days when I was like married. Like because my my ex wife, we go everywhere to eat, but she would make food at the house too. Yeah. So yeah, I have something at home. Not a whole bunch, but just a, at one of my goddamn thinking. Of, we need that ham. <laughs> Give a damn about that turkey unless you go deep fry it. Cause you deep fry that turkey, that motherfucker. And if you know how to cook a turkey for real, it's fire. Yeah, a lot of people don't know how to do it without they frying know. it out. Well, motherfucker be in there. Motherfucker be in there. Yeah, motherfucker hydrated. The legs be touching. They don't even. They this far apart. Yeah. They be touching and shit. I done been around like Chinese women's pants. <laughs> Two back pockets. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, cause I done been, I done been <laughs> some folks' house who know how to keep that motherfucker hydrated. <laughs> nah, that shit, man. That motherfucker be fire. But the people that just and don't do nothing to it, paste it and throw it in the oven, man. That motherfucker be so dry. You looking pale? Yeah. <laughs> Only reason it's dark is because of how uh, hot it is. Yeah, how the skin cooks. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. no moisture at all. Yeah, I the pan be dry. Motherfucker brought me one of them turkey legs from the fucking fair when it was here. That motherfucker was so dry, I almost had to fight with that turkey leg. Damn, for real? Yeah. Usually those taste like ham. Usually straight. Yeah. This motherfucker, I said, who the fuck cooked this? What is this nigga? That wasn't turkey. That was dragon. It might have been dragon. (laughs) Brought you some dragon legs. Dragon or or ostrich. (laughs) Ostrich ankle. I can't, man. (laughs) Damn. I wonder why they didn't think. 
And it might have been an ostrich ankle. That should be a thing. Like cow ribs should be. I mean, a cow ribs, elephant ribs. Elephant be a, ribs. They, African cows. I mean, yeah. they don't eat nothing but herbs. Yeah. And, you know, greenery shit. They I just African on, cows uh, with strong on, noses. The nigga on TikTok the other day barbecuing bear legs. Nigga, that shit was fire. I saw that. Them motherfuckers like tomahawks. It was just big. I will see that shit, folks. Was it Marcus? He was talking about it. The nigga from uh, the fifty one fifty show, dark skinned comedian. Like I just saw it on TikTok. I don't oh. see nobody like talking about well, the video. Marcus, he had one. You know what they what they call that shit? A stitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had one, and it was the same video. He was like, "Oh, I guess they do do country shit down here." Oh, oh, I ain't never seen a bear leg. What, what the? What he started <laughs> the video off holding them motherfuckers like. They was raw. I mean, they not raw. raw uncooked. Yeah, uncooked things and bear legs. Nigga, I said this nigga that caught a bear. And it's about to barbecue it up. See, that's... They can smoke the shit out of them barrel eggs, dude. That seems like it would be good. Yeah. But damn, that's kind of like eating a dog, though. Is it? It look like dogs to me. Bears do? They do to me. Certain little little dogs, like, they could be bears. This is true. So I'll be thinking, like, are bears... You know, have, like, cats and lions and tigers. Are so. dogs descendants of bears? Yeah, but or, they're not. Or, 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 I looked into it. They're not, but they 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 look sound. They look similar. Listen, man, they got the same overlapping bites and everything. Listen, bro, we eat Chinese food. We didn't have some dogs. Oh man, shit, so probably. I eat some bear. Yeah, hell yeah, I eat some bear. I eat some bear. <laughs> ain't too much. I ain't gonna eat besides like some rat and like knowingly. I eat some rat if it was farm raised. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, where it's a controlled environment. Like, we ain't just going to the New York streets and be like, ooh, rat. Yeah. Like, demolition man or some shit. I saw a video on TikTok the other day cooking some raccoon. He made that motherfucking coon look so good. If I was at that nigga house, I'd have participated. I haven't had raccoon. I had squirrel. I've had a grilled squirrel. And that was Listen, pretty cool. That nigga pulled out. That nigga had that coon cooked up so serious. The way he had it cooked up. Like, yeah. <laughs> nigga, I said, I was looking, I said, nigga, I the nigga had his eye put over his bed of rice, which is, and, oh, and the nigga plated it up, Yeah, it was the, the coon and the rice and these yams, I don't even like yams, but them yams look delicious, cornbread <laughs> and some green, I said, nigga, I would probably fuck that, I remember Jesus the, Christ, <laughs> <laughs> I remember the most, first, the first tra- traumatizing shit I seen my son go through. We was down south, and my uncle went out, and he had shot a squirrel. Ah. And he brought it in, and he had it in a bag, though. And so he gave it to my grandma and myself, probably about three or four. And, you know, he's kind of at that age of looking. You know what I'm saying? He's looking. He's like, what's, what's that, grandma? Like this. She's like, it's a squirrel. He said, it's a squirrel. What you going to do with it? <laughs> he was about to cook She it. said, we're going to cook him later. She said, keep cooking. Well, what you going to do? Man, he watched her break the legs, the arms, pop the necks, skin it, skin it down, peel the skin off, gut it, and he was just like, "What the fuck?" I guess we're gonna eat the squirrel. So, <laughs> <laughs> like, I ain't never had no moment like that, right? Because uh, time I saw anybody do that type of shit, I was old enough to like know what was going on and be okay with it. Mm-hmm. But my ex-wife. She tells me, she's telling me this story all the time about how her dad had brought home some rabbits. Oh, yeah. And they was live. she thought they was pets. Until them niggas was gone, he was in that motherfucker making some stew. <laughs> <laughs> I 
mean, it's funny, she but was it's like you killed my pets. Like, it's survival, bro. It's like they was never pets, baby. Like <laughs> <laughs> these was food. Yeah, I was keeping. He was fresh. playing with your food. <laughs> yeah, they're not your friends. Even like when we was married, <laughs> shit. There was, uh, he would go hunting and eat get deer. He would oh, make like man, venison burgers and deer jerky and deer. Mm. He make his fire as deer chili. Mm. And wouldn't nobody else eat it because they're like, we're not eating deer. And they could call me up like got the chili on the stove. And I'd be over there with that nigga. We'd be eating chili and watching games. And they'd be like, y'all are so nasty. Nasty and full. This deer is delicious, nigga. Hey, deer is good, man. My nah. grandma makes some, but she makes it with like a uh, like a roast. Yeah, and she uses vinegar, and whatever the vinegar does to the meat, it makes it tender. But it also tastes so fucking good with the with the mm-hmm. with the meal. I love that shit, man. I said this white boy I worked with named Jason, mm. and he used to make deer jerky. Oh, man, and I've had that. To, he used to, and I've had multiple variations of deer jerky from different people. Mm. I don't know what Jason and his father's trick was, but their deer, deer jerky was phenomenal. It was soy sauce. Like everybody else's <laughs> I had was good. Right. Theirs was phenomenal. This guy, um, when we worked at O'Neill, he uh named dude named Mike used to bring in his deer jerky. He made it uh spicy. Yeah. Woo. He had some they would have some spicy ones regular because at a point in time he he brought me something down. I'm like, bro, how much this do y'all have? Like I'll pay you for something. Man. So when they would go when it was deer season, they That's would do it. He would bring me some after they did their thing and, and I would pay him for the nigga sell me the jerky, bro. Right. <laughs> Excuse me, that's what Mike was doing. Yeah, I think I was at that job for like four years or some shit like that. So the whole time he had been with that drink. The first time, like first year I was there, man, run that every time. <laughs> you don't even have to ask, man. Like hey, I feel you. you don't have to ask if I want it, bro. Just bring it. <laughs> <laughs> the answer is yes. They gave an eternal yes. <laughs> I guess we'll get it kicked off, man. I got a uh update, man. Remember we talked about the former NBA player Glenn Big Baby Davis and a few other people that was involved in that the the NBA like medi- Medicaid fraud. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that was a while ago. Yeah. A while ago, yeah. He just found, found guilty. He was? He got yeah, like yesterday or the day before. Was he the ringleader? No, I don't think so. He just got caught up in the shit. But I think he was mixed in, but there's a few other athletes, but they you know, they were on bullshit. They took like five million dollars from the mm-hmm. so uh, on Wednesday. It was revealed that former NBA champion Glenn Big Baby Davis and ex-NBA player Will Bynum were found guilty of conspiracy charges in the NBA healthcare fraud scheme, mm. which implicated over 20 individuals. Both could be potentially facing up to 20 years behind bars. The case was made public in 2021. That's how long ago. Uh, okay. Yeah, the case was made public in 2021 when Bynum... Branham and Davis were named alongside more than a dozen other former NBA players Damn. who were part of a health care fraud scheme estimated to be over $5 million. Fraudulent insurance claims were curated and submitted to reimburse players for dental and medical visits. They never occurred. So basically, they was they found a doctor that was That's what I was about to say. They had, who was the doctor on they the shit? What's he going to get? He, yeah, because he's the one that was really pushing the shit through. And he was taking a cut. Yeah, he had to be. Because basically what I'm assuming from this, I'm not done reading, but what I'm the ringleader. Here we go. All right, let me finish reading. Okay. Because he's already got time. 
The ringleader, Terrence Williams, has already been sentenced to 10 years in prison. Former player Keon Doolin and Alan Anderson were also sentenced, to, were sentenced in the scheme to 30 months and 24 months in prison. I ain't bad. Nah. They were involved in recruiting other former NBA players to defraud the plan by submitting false invoices through medical officials. Through medical officials. Mm. According to Bloomberg, while Davis and Burnham's sentence won't be as severe, mm. they still face the possibility of 20 years in prison. Most recently, Davis had made guest appearances in 50 Cent Series Power Force show. Yeah, 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 yeah. Tommy, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, he's been all over the place. I think he's He's been in like different like little leagues and shit. I think he's been trying to get his 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 money up before. So are they retired players? They are retired players. So, hey, they must have been squandering their money away. Well, because you know, but yeah, but then even with that, man, you know, some of them niggas just don't know how to oh, live. Yeah, I know. Without a certain income, that's why I say squandering their money yeah. away to the point where they feel like they broke. Yeah. And now it's like, oh shit, what do I do? What can we do? Hey, nigga. And then a lot of them. I think I got this. I got this document. Yeah, a lot of them got <laughs> fucked over. Like take for instance, like like Kevin Garnett is fine because he structured his deal with the Boston Celtics that I believe they're still paying him to next year. He's been retired for like four years, and he's been away from Boston for like ten. But the way he structured his deal was for X amount of million dollars every year for right. this many years. And they like it more like that anyways because they can keep it under the salary cap. Yeah. But uh, he had a financial person that he discovered after retirement had basically swindled like $45 million from him or some shit like that. Damn. Yeah. On like some fraudulent shit. It's like a year worth of plan, ain't it? For him. Yeah. But I mean, but you know, like it... Living and no, I'm saying just yeah, yeah. somebody take forty five million from you though. Yeah, and you don't know it until you find out, nigga. Service, you remember, like man, them people be having so much going on, and the financial people be taking so much advantage. Yeah, remember, we was watching that thing with Fat Joe the other night, where mm-hmm. he ended up owing the IRS all that money, and they still made him go to the penitentiary. Where he was, because he thought a motherfucker was paying his person that he was yeah. supposed to be. He thought the motherfucker was paying that motherfucker going out having. Parties. <laughs> What's the nigga name that uh, set it off? Luther. Yeah. <laughs> out there doing the Luther. It's that, uh, I forgot that lady's name, man. They just did a show about her, too. Stealing all that shit. She wiped down Dennis Rodman. Oh, damn. There's a black lady. Like, she got she got a few other people. Like, she Before got that. a few other people you know, <laughs> while doing that. But, like, she really damn. busted Dennis Rodman's head. How much are you hitting for? Some bunch of snails. That's crazy. To the point where Dennis Rodman's, like... Who's uh, that Kevin Hart? That, yeah. was, that was his, uh, was it his, uh, what do you call this person? The helper. Assistant. Assistant. Yeah. His assistant was stealing all the clothes and shit. Bootsies. Oh, his brother. His brother. Yeah, that's different. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that, that's like somebody you know other than somebody you hired. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. Like, yeah, he can whoop his brother's ass yeah. or whatever, you know what I'm saying? And they still gonna love each other at the end of the day. He don't fuck with him. Oh, he don't. I, I don't understand, I understand man. But they had to press charges on them. Oh, for real? Remember, oh, because he couldn't get the monies back unless he did it. Because you know, because that's how he found out. He didn't find out his brother was stealing. Who found out? The bank. Because you know, when you, when you open up that investigation, the bank do they due diligence. And they said who was writing all the shits. And so he had access. So they would never question it. Yeah, until he came up like, hey, where did all that money going? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? 
That's fucked up. Yeah. So yeah, they uh, but yeah, I forgot that lady's name, man. Like she she busted them and dropped my head open. Mm. But like you know, like, a lot of them niggas like they like broke compared to what they should have had. Yeah. But a lot of them got like real good pensions and shit from the NBA, and they are getting pension more pension. money than we'll ever. Of course, get a year. They're just not. Saying? They're just so not used to having no money. So, yeah. So they don't have to live without it. I think for the first two years of your NBA career, you shouldn't be able to touch your money. You should have to be mentored. For the first two years of your NBA career, now you're not making a whole bunch. You're not? They're not giving big, big rookie salaries no more? Somewhat, but okay. those are for like first round picks. Like most of the, yeah. like most of the people, you want a rookie salary for the first couple of years. I know in the NFL, you want it for like first four or five. I know in the NBA, it's a couple of years, you want a rookie okay. salary. And that's when you see motherfuckers re-upping and right. and then getting them big ass deals. But now they should make them go through a, a, a financial. A financial that should be part of when you get on a team. That should be part of your yeah, and it'd be more stable for the team too. You probably have more motherfuckers investing back into the team than you would motherfuckers out. Yeah, what's that doing with the big baby thing? I was okay. Well, so yeah, I give y'all the the, uh, the update update when they. <laughs> whatever years they're going to get them with or whatever the case may be. So I got 12 months. 12 months of what? So I don't know if this is a scheme or what. So we're going to read this together. Right. A runner is banned for 12 months after she admitted to using a car to finish an ultra marathon. Lord, no. She did like in, like in the cartoons. I didn't be playing, getting picked up and then we get dropped off by the end of the race. You know who I thought about? Come on, I'm gonna give you three guesses. It's a it's a TV show. Okay. Back in the day, and I, a lot of people don't remember this, but the same similar situation. It's a TV show. White people, black people. Black. <laughs> I don't remember. It was either Martin or Jamie Foxx. Oh no. No. One more guess. Older than those two, though. Older than those two. Yes. Okay. No clue. Fresh Prince of Bel Air. You fucking right, Jeffrey. <laughs> when Jeffrey did the marriage. He was embarrassed by the shit. They was like, <laughs> "You right." Nobody remembers that. You right. But uh, this is uh. You right. Oh, shit, brought up Will Smith. We'll talk about him next. Right, but, of course, a Scottish, <laughs> Scottish ultramarathon runner has been banned for 12 months for, from competitive events after after a disciplinary panel in the United Kingdom brought down a punitive decision in response to her cheating during a race earlier this year. Uh, Joasia, I can't pronounce her last name. I will not fuck it up. So... <laughs> This was, yeah, fuck it. Joasia admitted to using a car to gain mileage while running the 2023 Great Britain Ultras Manchester to Liverpool race, a 50 mile long ultra marathon that took place last April. How long, how much of it did she do in the car? Uh, she fin- hold up, she finished third. Oh shit. <laughs> it's she didn't even finish first. No. This is last April. Oh, hold on, hold on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She finished third. Who finished third? Except accepted a medal and a trophy from the marathon organizers, but eventually returned and admitted after the fact to compete. So she didn't even get caught. She admitted it after the fact to competing with an unfair edge. 
Um, <laughs> Guilty conscience. She said the claimant had collected the trophy at the end of the race, something which she had not done. She would have not done if she was completing the race on a non-competitive basis. Uh, this is from the disciplinary panel, which noted that Joasia also did not seek to return the trophy in the week following the race. She said, nah, this is my shit. So by September, she had relinquished both prizes and admitted in a letter to, discipline, to the disciplinary panel that she completed part of the ultramarathon course by car and the rest of it on foot before accepting the third place medal and trophy. At least she wasn't greedy. It sounded like they was on her ass and she just went on the NK. Yeah, just as stated, I accepted my actions on the day that I did travel in the car and then later completed the run, crossing the finish line and inappropriately receiving a medal and trophy, which I did not return immediately as I should have done. <laughs> That's what they're they're thinking in the, in the panel said. Oh my God. She's forty seven. No, hold on, hold on. I mean, yeah, it says a forty seven year old general practitioner, originally from Dumfries, Scotland. Uh, Joasia currently lives in Sydney, Australia, and traveled from there to participate in a race in Manchester to Liverpool in the spring. Yeah, let's see. It says, uh, "Oh, here's where the juicy part is." Okay, it says. She has previously said she got into a car that her friend was driving around the 25-mile mark in April's uh, ultramarathon. Homegirl picked her up. <laughs> because she had gotten lost and her and her leg felt sore. Bitch well, no, is 50, 50 miles. miles. <laughs> yeah, no shit your leg was sore. The friend apparently drove about two and a half miles to the next checkpoint where she tried to tell officials that she was going to quit the marathon, but she went on to compete the race anyway from the checkpoint. Bitch, you didn't get caught. She got there and said, ain't nobody looking. Ah, I just keep on going. <laughs> <laughs> I, ah, fuck it. I just keep on going. You went two and a half miles and still didn't get first. Yeah, two and a half miles. That means she was like far back. Yeah, it says, when I got to the checkpoint, I told them I was pulling out and I had been in the car. And they said, you will hate yourself if you stop. No, didn't nobody tell you that, bitch. Nah, nobody saw you. Nobody saw you. Uh, it says, by then, she admitted to using a car to participate and have been disqualified. She said she claims she did not breach the UK Code of Conduct for senior athletes because she never intended to cheat and had not concealed the fact that she had, yeah, and had not concealed the fact that she had traveled in car. Wrote the disciplinary panel would disagree with both claims. Yeah, so no, bitch, you cheated. It says, in addition to being banned from participating in uh, events for a year, uh, the disciplinary panel has also prohibited her from representing Great Britain in domestic and overseas events for the same period of time. Oh, that's just a slap on the fucking wrist. She probably wanted to break. She's 40 fucking seven. 12 months. Cheating ass bitch. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, you know where she's from, so you know how I feel about the whole situation. She's Scottish. Oh, she's Scottish? Mm -hmm. All right. Cool. But she was, that, that race was in the UK. Well, fuck them. In that race. <laughs> she's all right, I guess. That's why she said fuck her. She cheated. Yeah. She said, hey, Debbie, come and get yeah, me. come get me. Fuck these cunts. Me leg hurts. <laughs> yeah. Me leg hurts. Drive me about two and a half. I'm lost. <laughs> I'm lost and my leg hurts. Oh, and bring a pint with you. And some scones. <laughs> scones are pretty good. Though. I ain't hungry. Scones, scones are pretty good. Bit hungry. I'm not going to lie about that. I ain't never had a scone, but I, I'd imagine they are. <laughs> Tad 
tad bit hungry. So good old Will. <laughs> and what? Good old Will. Oh, man. They said old Dwayne was. What's his name? Dwayne Wright? Dwayne Martin. Martin. Dwayne Martin. You know like, he is. That's like an old NBA player. Mm-mm. Oh, that's Kenyon Martin. Kenyon Martin. Dwayne Martin, um, he used to, he hoops. He was always in movies being a hooper just above the rim and. Yeah, give me something else. Um, I've seen Above the Rim, but if he wasn't like a main person. He's the main character. Oh, that's him? The basketball player, the one that the whole movie's about. Oh, yeah, the, the, uh, the nigga with the flat top. Yeah, he was married to uh, Tisha Arnold from, um, he was married yeah, to his brother from. You from, know from, I'm, I'm confusing it with the nigga that was telling the story. On what? Yeah, Will Smith's assistant. Mm, yeah. That's what I'm confusing it with. Okay, okay. all right, never mind. Yeah. I know you talking about. Martin. Yeah, him. Yeah, he always plays the basketball, but you know he's that. See, this is the thing, right? I don't know a buddy lying, and I'm I'm kind of leaning towards he's lying. It seems like they done fell out because uh, that's been like a. They've been saying that for years. What? That Dwayne and Will have been fucking. Oh. That's his best friend. Dwayne Martin is Will Smith's best friend. Okay. His best friend for years. That's why they keep saying dude is Will's former best friend. Will's best friend is Dwayne Martin. Mm. And it would make sense of if he said this assistant comes out and says something like that, it would have some type of validity to it because of what, like you just said, the rumors and shit. Yeah, but one thing that like so he's like putting a stamp on something that could not be true. Well, and one thing that one person I was watching was talking about it was like one of the reasons they're leaning towards like not believing it is because all the years you were supposedly so close to him, like that's the only nigga that you, that you ever thought he was fucking. Yeah. This, like you don't have nothing. Nothing else. No, like game. Like if he, I'll just say, man, like if he popped up and was like, I caught Tyrese crashing, we'd be like, wait a minute. But you just said the same thing everybody else been saying for years. Them two motherfuckers. Like, well, that's, that's, there's no secret Dwayne Martin is Will Smith's best friend. Right. Like, that's they, that's how him and Teacher Campbell stayed afloat mm-hmm. all the time because they was broke as shit. That's why, I don't know if you remember us talking about it on here when they got divorced, she was saying all their money was gone and shit like that because he hid all of his resources and shit and she couldn't get nothing in the, because, uh, you know, he was married to Teacher Campbell from, from Martin. Yeah, I know talking yeah, about She was saying that when they got divorced, that he had hit all of his resources and she couldn't, she couldn't get none of the divorce. And, but the way that he hit everything is because like, that's just the, the business is too well. Yeah. So my money's up under your umbrella and probably vice versa. So yeah, that's proof. Yeah. Cause like it was, they, now they showing all these different clips. Like, like, you know, the, what's the, the show that, Kevin Hart had on BET, the, the Real Husbands of Hollywood, but it was uh, mocked out real wise. Husbands of Hollywood. Yeah, yeah. My, you know, he was on there. And he was supposed to be doing something for Kevin. And Kevin was like, God damn it, Dwayne, I bet if Will called, you'd be right on time. Like, But it's no secret that he's his best friend. So, like, you dude ain't saying nothing. And then he ain't came out and said nothing either. Like, tried to refute it or. Nah. You know, because there's well, nothing to refute. Well, Jada said that they're going to sue him. Defamation of character. Jada said they're gonna sue him because and he went on the talk show. He said a bunch of shit about Jada too on there. It's just the wheel part is going viral. Viral because he said. Well, um, who, was that Jaguar, right? 
She said as much shit too. No, no, no. What? Where the, the no, assistant? No, who, no. Who, who show was that? That's what I'm trying to find out. Tasha K. Okay. And she is the girl that lost that big lawsuit against Cardi B. Cardi B. Okay, she owed yeah. Cardi B all the millions for defaming her character. Okay. And lying about her. So what the fuck is that? What? Why? I, I think she just don't give a fuck. Right. Like she's already in the red. I think she lost like $10 million to Cardi B. And they paid none of it yet. It's like any money she makes, she got to do that shit under the table. Mm-hmm. If she gets a big deal, they going to... Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Damn. He said a bunch of shit about Jada, too. He was saying that... He said that uh, Jada was in a relationship with uh, Mark Anthony. The... uh, He was married to J-Lo. He's a Spanish singer. You remember the movie The Substitute? Love it. The, the head of the gang, the little Spanish dude, the little skinny Spanish dude that was the head of the little gang that was trying to kill the substitute nigga. Okay. That's Mark Anthony. Oh, okay. And, but he's like a big, big time Spanish singer. Didn't know And that. he's done like some movies over in America. But he was married to J-Lo for years. They got kids and shit together and all that shit. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but she was saying that they was in a movie together or something and they was in like a full-blown relationship and Will was real jealous about it because uh, they're saying basically like Will's all right as long as he knows what's going on. Yeah, when I'm out the when I'm out the picture and then, then, he I got to say, then he got the same crazy shit about like uh Will not being able to please her because he got a little dick and and, and, and like you said, it sounds like a motherfucker just mad. It sounds like a nigga mad. My thing is who gives a fuck? That's she's still with him. You know what I'm saying? Shit. Hey, they got their agreements but and whatever they got going on. And that's another reason why I think that they motherfucking why I think he lied. Because he described it as like he opened the door and blowing his Martin, back out, blowing his motherfucking back out, <laughs> and this is my thing, right? Because it's all over everywhere. Everybody talking about it, but this is why I think he's lying, right? Because have you ever been caught fucking somebody you wasn't supposed to be fucking? No, I have. When a motherfucker opened the door, you don't just keep doing this. No, you stop. You like, oh shit! Yeah, you try to cover up. So you telling me these niggas got this? Decades long secret and a motherfucker busting the room on him. Never come. And Dwayne just keep on giving him the blues to the uh-huh. point where you can just visibly see him killing that nigga. He don't care. Yeah, I don't think. I don't think. Uh, that nigga probably joined in. Yeah. And this is also the thing. Too. Shit. Like he ain't telling on himself. This is also the thing. How would all these places. That'll pay you for that type of information. Do you end up giving it away for free on this low level ass podcast? Clout. Yeah, because you could have wrote a motherfucking. And if, that, if that was legit and you could really stand on it. Right. But there's so many people that would buy that type of information. But that's the thing though. Probably a lot of motherfuckers heard what you're saying right now. Yeah, nigga. Go. Fuck out of here. Go. Keep it up, keep that on the chitlin, sir. It was still funny to me. They said, no, nah, it's funny. Killing him. It's funny. It's killing you know what I'm saying? Like, everybody had jokes about that motherfucker. Yeah. It's funny to the motherfucker, but. Jada came right out. We're going to sue, buddy. We, we, we yeah. take illegal action. It's like, I don't care about it, but everybody else do. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I mean, I, I, and I see where she's coming from, too, because, I mean. That's her husband. There, and there is some type of clearly damaged relationship between them and dude. Oh, um, the, um, the nigga, the assistant, the former assistant, or whatever, yeah. the nigga saying it. Yeah. There's clearly a level of damaged relationship. Yeah, yeah. 
So yeah, nigga, we about to sue you, nigga. He's mad about something. You done got fired and you mad. Probably fucked up something. Yeah. Shit, they had enough of it. You didn't get fired, you mad. Now you run around this motherfucker talking all this weird shit. Mm-hmm. Like, that color up last time. Broke ass. <laughs> like you said, even if it is true, I'm going to fly and fuck Yeah. Well, get his cheeks clapped. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, your, meet action, man. <laughs> your, your homeboys is back. Ooh. Orcas is back in the house. Orcas? Yeah. That's the name. <laughs> what? Whatever you about to say, that's the name of the pod. Orca's back in the house. Back in the house. <laughs> I don't even need to know the story yet. Because <laughs> them niggas is gangsters. I fuck oh, bro. What they doing now? It's not them, it's the sailors. So they still attacking. They still, yeah. These motherfuckers are still attacking. So the sailors are looking for new ways to ward off orca attacks. Listen, man, them orcas is pissed about yeah. something, bro. Whatever the dramatic event is <laughs> it's that <happening>. they speak <laughs> of, you know what they say it all started. Yeah. There was a traumatic event. <laughs> One orca decided to learn this shit and went got all the other orcas and was like, listen, this is how it works. Whatever that event was. <laughs> they came to an uh, evolution. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it says, uh, they, they ward off or- orca attacks and say blasting trash metal could be a game changer. They're just going to blow up shit in the ocean. No, 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 no. Trash well, metal. Said, oh, like. The music. Oh, sound orcas, waves. Orcas hate Nirvana. <laughs> <laughs> That's not trash. I know. Anybody <laughs> <laughs> can think of uh, I don't know what this GTOA. GTOA is a group that researches uh, killer whales in the region, including straight of, including the Strait of Gibraltar, where orcas sank a yacht in 45 minutes. Last month, damn, it was recorded. They ain't bullshit. Yeah, it had uh, has recorded hundreds of interactions between the species and boats in recent years. And a number of interactions when the whales fix their attention on a boat and either approach, observe, or touch it has increased over the past three years. <laughs> Says the uh, there were fifty two interactions meeting over a five month period in the region of. In the region, in their region, in 2020, the group found two years later in 2022 they had 207 recorded interactions. So these motherfuckers are just growing and growing. No, they they tearing shit up. There have been several documented instances. I don't know, whatever that is. It says uh, the Facebook group of more than 59,000 people, which are sailors, and sw- they're swapping ideas back and forth to How help do them we stop these niggas. Yeah, one uh, with one person saying at one point the whales are. Putting their noses on the rudders and pushing them. God damn. Yeah. Says any movement that makes the action uncomfortable for them will deter them. They said. He said. I just waggled them. I just waggled him pretty violently so they would uh, want their noses to get hit. Stop it. Yeah. <laughs> and the other dudes. They said it worked, but they got back. <laughs> he said they came on back after they got They're bored. Relentless, nigga. Uh, what did they do to that one orca? I don't know. Uh, they, two orcas. They must have like killed a baby or something. They've been using sand, like sandbags, fireworks, and loud horns were all suggested to keep the whales away. But one person suggested that a surefire way to taste it. When he had an interaction last year, I'm pretty sure the rattling of the whole plane full volume of European trash metal. That's yeah. how horrible the music is that the orcas can't take. <laughs> And I fully believe that. It said it was the game changer, my nigga. 
I fully believe that. <laughs> they made three Nothing good comes from over there, bro. I fully believe that. Look, they made three approaches and left after five minutes without yeah. doing any damage. He said, God damn, man. Fuck. He said, which was, find another boat. He said, which was two or three minutes into the music. He <laughs> 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 ain't fucking with that. He said, another sailor. Uh, he said, you're safe, buddy. <laughs> he said he had two. This other dude said he had two encounters. And he said, putting sand in the water. No, no, that's what I said earlier. And the second, second encounter, he played the music. And they left his ass alone. He said he played, he said he got a Spotify called Metal for Orcas. <laughs> he said made a playlist. He said that he played through the underwater, speak, underwater speaker. He said in the instance, the music didn't work, he said, and then the orcas ended up attacking his vessels runner. His crew had to be rescued by Spanish authorities. They said, oh, no, dude, y'all ain't going to keep hitting us with yeah. this shit. <laughs> I keep putting this trash down here. Yeah, we went, we went made earplugs. Yeah, man. Because they went made. If they doing all that, they, they made earplugs out of koi reefs or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> they probably got to, they probably convinced the octopus to climb in the ear and, <laughs> and spit all the ink on them yeah, and shit. Yeah, these niggas are geniuses, man. Yeah, but that's how they did. I mean, everything else is just talking about the, you know, how they... How much shit they done lost and money and shit from sailing with the motherfuckers fucking their shit up. Mm. Get out they fucking water. Shit. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I'm surprised Peter ain't coming down there trying to fight for the whales. Nah, for real. Shit. Y'all sitting there hitting them with rudders and playing music on them and shit. Real, for real. Yeah, man. I got a good, I got a good feel story. You know the cup, the cup company Stanley? I saw that. Did you see that? That was dope. Yeah, I seen it on TikTok. The girls cupped it. Yeah. The car caught on fire. But the motherfuckers still had the ice in the bitch. It was burnt up too. You yeah. can tell she didn't. Like, <laughs> she, you can tell she wasn't playing. Like that cup was in yeah. that fire. Yeah. It's a real feel good story. But did you see what the president did? Mm-hmm. Yeah. One and only time. Yeah. He said, this is the only, don't go set your cars on fire. We're not <laughs> doing this again. He said, but he said, we keep getting tagged in this video and, and we going to, uh, they keep asking us to send you some more Stanley stuff. He said, well, we're going to do that. Said, oh, yeah, they're going to uh, do that regardless. He said, but we're also going to replace your car. So mm-hmm. the, the Stanley president, Terrence Riley, revealed that that their company, famous for the insulated therm, uh, tumblers, would replace the customer's car after she shared the viral video of the tumblers surviving the car fire. So uh, respect to them. Uh-huh. And uh, props to them for using a tragedy to make some good marketing. Hell yeah. That's fat for that lady, but shit. She, if she hadn't recorded that. Listen, she's alive. Yeah. And she's going to get a car. So, I'm, you know what I'm saying? It all panned out for her. Hell yeah. And that's that's turning sugar into shit. Cause so, what type of composition are these metals where it just holds like that? Because... I could see, like, if you just regularly moving around, but this was in some hot, you know what I'm saying? This shit just went boiling. Man, that motherfucker set there and shit. it out. They got that, uh, they got that, uh, unabundium. Yeah, 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 yeah. metal that don't do shit. Yeah, that shit, they got that shit that they made Wakanda out of. Hell yeah. Utonium or whatever the fuck you So mean. if it was hot, would it still have been hot? Because that's, that's that type of canister, right? I know they say that shit. Don't lose no temperature for, for like a long time. And shit. I know there's like some coolers that's made out of that shit too. I forgot the name of that company. Arctic. No, no it's another company because they um 
I was at a job one time and they gave one away. I can't. I just at a, uh, at a thing and the person that got it was like a little cooler and the lady was like, Google it. Yeah. And it was like. I can't think of what it's called. And it's supposed I know to what like you're talking about. Fucking ever. Like it's yeah, it keeps to, everything cold too. Yeah. Because that, that one's a Stanley. The other one is a. Um, it'll come later. It'll come later. Um, hear about Snoop? He put down. I don't know if he put down the ganja or if he's doing some marketing. I think he's doing some marketing. It's very fucking smart. Because <laughs> the way he worded it. I decided to give up smoke. Not bud. Not smoking. Yes, yeah, smoke. Not marijuana. Not za. Not <laughs> whatever the name is. Strand is. Just smoke. Just smoke. Please respect my privacy. Yeah. Uh, weed ambassador Snoop Dogg might be done with the herb. I've decided to give up smoke. And that's how they... See, and I went on his page. That's what he put. Yeah. Smoke. Please respect my pride. I said, this nigga... First of all, Snoop Dogg sells everything. Yeah. So, I'm leaning towards marketing. That's how it is. This nigga's been the Chuck Taylor nigga our whole lives. This nigga wearing Skechers now. Let's see. Yeah, that's cool though. Yeah, I, would. I'm saying he got a Skechers deal. Like oh, this okay. nigga is, uh, <laughs> he, he has a Skechers deal. I thought he would have more toward New Balances. He got a Skechers deal. Hey, ain't nothing wrong with it. He said, nigga, he said he started fucking with him uh, when he was coaching football. Okay. Oh, right, well, kids. That and, makes and, a lot more sense. Moving around and yeah. the nigga has much as we look at Chucks as a fashion statement, nigga, they are not fun for anything outside of standing there. I've never bought a pair. They never looked like they was comfortable. They look cool. They don't like they're comfortable. I'm flat-footed, so I wear a Chuck, Chucks or a Chuck-style shoe when I lift weights because yeah. of the, the balance. The flatness of the it. The flatness of it. But as far you. as just wearing them all day long. Shit, fuck up. Nigga. They don't look comfortable. You can feel a pebble, nigga. Uh, it says, the notorious weed smoker shared a cryptic announcement on Thursday that he will officially stop inhaling. While he didn't clarify whether he was referring to only smoking weed or smoking anything or consuming weed in general, Snoop says he came to a point, a joint decision with loved ones to kick the habit. So after much consideration and comment, this is from his page. It's a uh, what was it? Instagram and X. Instagram page. I said after much consideration and consideration and conversation with my family, I've decided to give up smoke. Said Snoop Dogg wrote in a uh, statement on Instagram and X. Please respect my privacy at this time. The post is written atop a photo of him with praying hands. But, but like I feel like. One or two things. He it could be medical reasons, mm-hmm. which I hope it's not. I mean, he is getting up there. I hope it's not. I mean, you know, smoke eighty-one blunts a day. Yeah, I hope it's not. But I feel like this nigga's about to release like a like a massive edible line or some shit. Probably. Like a massive edible line. But this shit ain't that bad. No. Uh, Mike Tyson's ain't that bad. Wiz Khalifa's is pretty ones. good. No, no, the bud. Oh, 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 yeah, you had it out there? Mm-hmm, out in Vegas. Because um, Khalifa Kush, right? Khalifa Kush, yeah. Because they have it all, like Tyson is Tyson Farms. Yeah, Tyson Farms. You know what I'm saying? So they have it like one big case, it's all his shit. And then on the other side of that shit, it'd be Snoop's or Khalifa. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? It's pretty dope, man. I like the way they do it. But I know like Method Man has his own mm-hmm. 
Takao. Takao. Uh, Lil Wayne. Yeah. That's purple something. So I can't remember what they were calling it. They remember Buddy got his own shit. Uh, Jaleel White. Jaleel White, Purple Urkel. Purple Urkel. It's a bunch of the niggas that got the Jim Jones got his own line. I forgot what it's called. <laughs> but that's cool, man. But I think it's marketing. I hope it's marketing. I hope it it's wrong with Uncle Snoop. Ain't nothing wrong with it. He didn't look like nothing was wrong. Nah, and just the way that he put, as a man who spent his whole life putting words together, that's... When 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 you deal with somebody like that, words are intentional. Hell yeah. So when you see "give up smoke," <laughs> that lets me. It just says smoke. Yeah. It just says smoke. Smoke could be anything. It could be any motherfucker. They you know might put down cigars. Like he might have. If he oh. smoked cigars, like I don't. My bad. Um, why are you talking about smoke? Uh, Snoop was smoking. You know, being healthy. Uh, update on Crazy Bone. He got he got back together. I know, I know. He made a post. Okay, I saw it. He was thanking everybody. For yeah, it. yeah. He said, "Uh, because you know, I guess it's a uh, I forgot the name or whatever he got going on, but it's something that he's been battling for years. It's a like a disorder, mm-hmm. but it just really got on his ass this time. Mm. He might be really done with smoke. Yeah, that's it. Mick Mills came out and said he was going to quit smoking amid the. Okay. So they was talking about him. <laughs> well, Marcus was talking about him. What about him? On TikTok. Was that Meek Mills and um, I think it was somebody who was sitting across from each other. And it was it Rick Ross? Yeah, they been they just released the album. Okay, so Meek Mills is sitting there and he got like his his legs are showing. He got his legs. His real, his real fucking, fucking yeah, and yeah. so Mar- Marcus is like, what the f- what is going on with Meek Mills? He's, he's a little sick. bitty nigga. He's like, they need to feed him. He's always been a little <laughs> bitty nigga. You know, his regular was called Dream Chasers. Uh, when I first seen that picture, somebody put it up and said, I know these ain't the legs this nigga was chasing them dreams with. <laughs> but see, he's a little bitty nigga, man. And you know, he's from Philadelphia. You know, Jess Hilarious is from Philadelphia. Yeah. And they've had like, I don't know if they made good, but for a second, they didn't like each other. Okay. And so he would say little slick shit to her, and she would tear his motherfucking ass up, like, weekly. And so she would always put up pictures of him and them little bitty ass legs and shit, and she'd be making fun of him. This ain't nothing new. It just, it just spread wider, you know what I'm saying? Because, uh, yeah, because, I mean, you, most of the time you see him with them, like, this jogging pants or whatever. And see, this Lord was, pants suits. Well, she used to get them all the time because, you know, he ride them dirt bikes yeah. in Philly. And so he'd be on the dirt bikes with shorts and shit on, yeah. and she'd be. And then when you put a leg like that inside of a big-ass Timberland boot, it makes it look even smaller. They're like little twigs. Listen, man, one of my niggas I work out with, this nigga legs is like that, but he big than a motherfucker up top. Uh, this nigga legs is so little, bro. Once upon a time, this nigga broke his leg stepping off a curb. It's launch pad. How, you know how big up top, little at the bottom, launch pad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's how this nigga was, man. Uh, the NBA on nonsense, man. They fucking with LaMelo Ball. Why? They making him cover up his tattoo on his neck because they said you can't, uh, you can't, uh, be a billboard. You can't be a walking billboard. What what it's, promotion did he His tattoo is is an LF, and it stands for La France. The fuck is that? That's his middle name, but it's also his clothing brand. But couldn't he argue that's his name? That's the argument. But they like nigga. That's your clothing brand. They just want anything to fuck with him. Man. And they went through a whole thing where they uh. 
showed other people who they made cover up shit. Like they made oh for real. They made J.R. Smith. He had a supreme tattoo down his thigh. They made him cover that up. That is the front of his chin. They made him cover that up. There's a few other people they showed, and then they had a bunch of other people who they was uh who tattoos they didn't make cover up. Like one dude had a had a Jordan tattoo, mm-hmm. and like uh, Carmelo Anthony had a Warner Brother tattoo, but it stands for. Where he's from. Okay. They just used the Warner Brothers. And there was a couple other, but their argument was they didn't actually have any business dealings with those companies. Ah, he does. And you can't have. Yeah. And what they were saying was basically it was his company and that's fine. They wasn't really tripping off that. But he's got to deal with Puma now. Mm-hmm. And him and Puma have done a lot of co-collaborating with his LaFrance brand right, sir. and Puma. Right, and so he got the tattoo like right here big on the back of his neck and they making they talking like cover it up like for real or like put the pasty over it like they used to do the high school kids. So if Giannis went out and got the tide symbol on his neck they'd have to but he doesn't have any business doing with him, though. Well, then they'd, they'd be able to wear it. Okay, that's why I'm, that's why I'm making yeah, sure. Okay, yeah, I'm making sure I'm following the right. That was their that was their argument because they brought up all the other niggas like, well, so and so didn't have to cover up his, and so and yeah. so they showed a few other people. And so they, it's as long as you don't have dealings with them. People. And that was their that was their their argument. Like they don't have deal, business dealings with them. They're not actually making money with them. Okay, here's a spin. Then what if it's like the recruiting, or I don't know how to say that shit right. Racketing, recruiting, the 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 shit that they be. The, the company that they be having on the jerseys and shit. Oh. Like, what if it was one one a day and they, they already part of the NBA? And they, they doing, well, because they doing dealings with them, right? But I. But you see what I'm trying to say, I right? I see, but that would depend on if they had direct business dealings with them. Okay. All right. Because, I mean, the NBA has business dealings right. with them, but. If you get put out the NBA tomorrow, you no longer have business dealings with them. Like that's not your business dealings. You just now you're just a nigga with a tattoo. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you're just a nigga with a tattoo, <laughs> and that would suck. <laughs> just a nigga with a tattoo. Ain't no better way to say that. <laughs> you want to take a prick? Yeah, 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 yeah. We might as well end it on that one. Get some, uh, get some blood to these knees. Yeah. Break time. Break. Back from a much needed break. Yes, sir. Uh, so tell me you've heard of the Diddy saga. Yeah, of course. Oosh mosh, oosh mosh. Oosh wash, oosh wash. <laughs> the Diddy saga took some of the ups and downs. I've been keeping track of it. I'm waiting for us to sit down and talk. It's already over. It's over? What's the outcome? Settled out of court. Dropped the lawsuit. With Cassie? She did. Okay. Okay. All right. Did, but, but did you hear all the innards of it? No. It's some interesting shit, boy. What happened? It said for Cassie sued Diddy. Cassie sued files a $30 million lawsuit against Diddy, accusing him of rape and abuse during their relationship says that not long after she met him in 2005 when she was 19, he began a pattern of control and abuse, including filling her with drugs, beating her, and forcing her to have sex with male prostitutes while he found it. Okay. Some of these weird motherfuckers, man. Uh, 
That's a lot. Uh, I, got, I, got, I got a good idea. This the thing you get fucked. He said, he said at one point in time, she had, her and him had like split and she had started dating Kid Cuddy uh-huh. in 2012. Said that he told, he grew so angry, he told her that he would blow them up in his car if he, if she didn't stop. Uh-huh. He said around that same time, Kid Cuddy's car blew up in his driveway. Oh. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Uh, here's the end. Cassie is ready to break her silence as a federal lawsuit against the secret accuses him of rape, repeated physical abuse over a decade. According to court, the, 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 the menu singer, the, the pattern of abuse control, supplied with drugs, filmed her physically abusing her, blah, blah, blah. Diddy's attorney, as I was going to get, get ready to get to. So a lot of this shit seems like, I don't know if Diddy's a nasty motherfucker, I'm not right. sure. But a lot of motherfuckers seem like they're doing money plays. And by how quick, nigga, she filed it and the next day settled over court. Yeah, so Diddy's attorney, Ben Braffman, has denied the claims in a statement that he gave the New York Times. He claims that Cassie has been demanding money from the Bad Boys record founder, Mr. Combs. Demanding money. The, that was the end of it. The Bad Boys founder, Mr. Combs, vehemently denies the offense and outrageous allegations, as lawyer said. For the past six months, Mr. Combs has been subjected to Miss, I'm just going to call her Cassie, because I'm Ventura. Her last name is Miss, to Miss Ventura's persistent demand of $30 million under the threat of writing a damaging book about their relationship. Which unequivocally, re- which he unequivocally rejected as blatant blackmail. It's not, bitch. I ain't mm. doing that. <clears throat> it, can, uh, it continues. Despite withdrawing her initial threats, Miss Ventura has now resorted to filing a lawsuit riddled with faceless and outrageous lies, aiming to tarnish Mr. Collins' reputation and seeking a payday. Yeah. Cassie's, Cassie's lawyer, Douglas Wigdor, is singing a different tone. Wigdor tells the New York Times that the client. And Diddy spoke before she filed the lawsuit, and he offered her money, but she said, no, I'm suing you. But I think that's a lie, because then the nigga settled right out of court with her. Huh. He said that he was beating her, and drugging her, and raping her, and doing this and the third. Now, I don't have a clue what Diddy really did, and, uh... I know that nigga got a lot of money, and I know people are scared of him, and I know things happen. I don't know who uh, did he that made mad in a higher level, but they've been on the ass lately. Yeah, real tough. They've been, they've been, you know, we got the whole thing going on where they're saying that he paid the million dollars to kill to get Tupac killed. Mm-hmm. Then when that didn't really stick, now the Cassie thing is happening. Yeah. Somebody said, uh, Diddy must have, Diddy must have forgot to pay his Illuminati fees. <laughs> I checking him. <laughs> and, I then, checking him. and then the next day when he settled, motherfucker, the same motherfucker put on there, Diddy must have told him, hey, Illuminati, check your cash app. <laughs> <laughs> Hit the cash app. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, like I said, I don't know what that man doing. Of course, uh, don't want to no victim blame or nothing like that. Right. But for you to not 
take legal action like uh, criminal legal action mm-hmm. and to go straight to lawsuit. It seems a little weird to me. Yeah. See, like when they do it, the, the ones that's doing it to Bill Cosby, mm-hmm. I understand because there's statute of limitations and shit. But like some of that shit has to be new enough to where they can push it on. Him. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know what I'm saying? But but whatever. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's I, I, it's too much going on. With yeah, him. I'm, I'm. It's a filthy world. Because he, he, I mean, they, they, they talk about type of shit like Will Smith. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They got a lot going on too. I think them niggas somehow decided that they was mad at these niggas. They are. They mad at them about something. But whenever I wake up, I've, t- I've said this on this pod before. Whenever I wake up and see like renowned people uh. getting slandered like immediately like like the first thing that goes to my mind is like who <laughs> did he, they piss off they, they they didn't do the uh the, the proper agenda work yeah like i, I go back to it all the time like and it's because i watched it in real time and i'm a fan of the joe Budden podcast mm-hmm. i watch it like religiously like no motherfuckers do like I got their Patreon. Bro, they, they do three to five pods a week. Mm. Two, three hours a piece. Like, these niggas got to live in that studio. And they they alternate different people for different pods. Like, the main cast is the main cast, but they alternate different people. So, Buddy might not be there for two of those. Somebody's going to see different niggas come in. And, you know what I'm saying? It's, but it's entertaining. It keeps it all mixed up and it right. keeps it entertaining. But, so years back, a few years back, he was in a deal with Spotify. And the deal was coming up and they were the number one podcasters blah, 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 the whole time. Then all of a sudden, when he wouldn't take the amount of money that they wanted to give him, all of a sudden he wasn't number one anymore. They was doing some weird shit. And he was telling everybody, like, watch what's going on. Like, I'm not playing the game the way they want me to play the game. Watch what's going to happen. And he, all of a sudden, he wasn't number one no more. And then one day out of nowhere, there was an ex-girlfriend saying that she used to watch him do sexual shit to his dog. Oh, yeah. I remember that. But he had said on the pod, like, listen, I don't know what angle they're going to come with, but they got to... Trash me because I'm too high right now, and they don't want to pay me for what I what I what I am. Right. And then when the nigga, because at that point in time he was doing the, the whole network. He had two three other pods under his network. He had a this and third. The nigga broke down the network shit, got rid of all the pods, went off on his own, and then went to Patreon, and all that shit just went away. Hmm. Huh. Yeah. But I watched him like I watched him for like weeks. Like I don't know what's coming. But I'm trying to think of who else was like that. But something's coming. But they did it to um your man, the the, the comedy nigga, bro, did it. Just out of nowhere all of a sudden he was jacking off in front of people and masturbating on the phone and shit. Uh when he didn't want to play ball, uh Not Cat William. The white the white man, um 
You remember Burr? No, 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 not Burr. The other one. Um, C.K. Uh, C.K. Lewis? Yeah. Really? Yeah. <laughs> That's why he been out the public thing, nigga. All of a sudden, out of nowhere, he was matched. But they had one lady that was on there like, I was on a business meeting with him on the phone, and I could hear him masturbating. And everybody was like, bitch, hang up. And you didn't know that man was masturbating on the phone. Why are you still on the phone? Like, But they just they ran into his character real quick. Right, so whenever this type of shit happens, probably wondering. Now, of course, I'm not one of these niggas that think that these people ain't into some weird shit. Because I'm assuming they are highly, highly weird as a place. Yeah. But... Them motherfucking people is when 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 you get on their bad side, bro. They ruffle your motherfucking feathers. <laughs> they uh, when he was redoing the you know you on revolt, when he was doing redoing the revolt contract, they started smearing his. And who are you talking about? Diddy. Oh, okay. But what I do know is, I remember that nigga was on the locks and it was on Hot ninety seven one time. Fussing about their contracts, and, and they, they was publishing that shit. and they was talking super cash shit. And that nigga called the radio station, and he said, "Like I remember it." He said, "Hey man, listen, we can talk about the contracts. I'll come up there with the contract. We can talk about business, like man. But all that threatening shit y'all doing, y'all know y'all don't want to fuck with me." The nigga told uh, Styles P. He said, I have a nigga throw a refrigerator on your head from the top of your building, nigga, and you know I will. And the look in them niggas' eyes when they was, when he said it, and the way that their whole demeanor changed, I said, they know this nigga will have somebody throw a refrigerator on their head. Like, that wasn't just something that man said. <laughs> then he came up there with the contract, like, nigga, and, he, and he, he came up there with the contract, with his contract, and... We've talked about that type of shit on here before, though. He came up there with the contract, and he came up there with he came up there with a bad boy contract, and he came up there with like a like a super like a typical Def Jam, a typical Atlantic contract, like the same contract, right? All bad practices, all bad business. But he's like, nigga, I'm not doing no different business than anybody else. And in retrospect, like he's came clean about like down the road, like that was bad business. But it was just the business of the time. Yeah, what they were doing. And he was like, nigga, I'm just... <clears throat> Getting in where he put in. Because I say it all the time, but the reason them niggas get such a bad rap is just because you can put a face to the bad business. Oh. Who runs Atlantic Records? You don't know who runs Atlantic Records. Yeah. I don't know who runs Arista Records. I don't know who runs Universal Records. We know Diddy runs Bad Boy. That's it. We know Birdman runs Cash Money. We know Master P runs No Limit. No Limit. Or used to. Yeah, so. If he didn't sell it. Yeah, so when you get to talking about bad contracts and you can go, no. Diddy. Mm-hmm. As opposed to somebody like NBA Youngboy who's currently beefing with Atlantic, I think. But like, we don't know the fuck runs Atlantic, nigga. So you just, <laughs> you're just beefing with a shell. That'd be like, yeah. it's like me beefing with AES instead of me knowing the. The actual person. The CEO of AES. Right. I'm like, nah, Tom Richardson, that son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but it seems, it seems like a lot of, it's rough out here, man. It seems like a lot of people are doing money grab type shit. All right. They feel like it's the end of their shit. 
don't know why. That money ain't gonna save them. Because the wild part is, like, Cassie been broke up from Diddy now for like it's 2023. We're going on 24. Mm. I think they broke up in like 18 or some shit. She just got remarried to another nigga. Like, she's been broke up for a while. I thought he was talking to somebody that died or got killed. Hmm. Uh, his, no, no. The, um, that was his kid's, his kid's mother. Uh, all right. Kim Porter. She got. She died. Okay. I mean, I don't follow that shit. I really don't be giving a fuck. Yeah, Kim Porter. She <laughs> died. She died. Uh, like, some I don't know. type shit. But if it ain't on the surface. Yeah, Kim Porter. I just like to dig in this shit. I but understand. even that, they, that's the other thing. When she died, when he was trying to redo the revoke contract, mm. they, of course... He sacrificed her type shit, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. That was the the smear then. And so the DC young fly. Yeah, he yeah. <laughs> but this nigga ain't got no more success than what he had before she left. Prior. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Diddy, on the other hand, I don't know. That's that's that that could be argued with. But I mean, if you think about it, though, like <laughs> it, it could be argued with. Bro. I know, I know, no, I know, no, 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 I know. But I'm just saying, like, if you look at it now, with when his wife, when when Kim died, as far as success is concerned, he's not more successful than he was prior to that. Bad boy isn't even. No, that was his nominal payment. <laughs> the, the, end end of the, end of the payment that was one of his payments. That's yeah, because the clothing line ain't there no more. Like he got the, the TV channel, but he done lost a lot of the shit that's on the TV channel. I know what that is. The revolt. Oh, it's, oh, that's what you were talking mm-hmm. about. I don't. Even, that's what I don't even know what that is. It's a cable channel. Yeah, I don't watch it. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it's, it's, a, it's the, like one of the only black-owned. What does it play? Uh, like Tubi? It's, it's just a Tubi on TV? No, 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 no. They had a bunch of, uh, he got shit on there, a bunch of music shit, and he had a bunch of shows at first, but like a lot of them left. Like The Breakfast Club was on Revolt for like three years. Okay. Like you could, you could watch The Breakfast Club on Revolt instead of like on YouTube. You could turn it on and mm. uh, State of the Culture with Joe Budden was on there. Like there's, mm. there's a lot of shit that I watched was on Revolt. But who knows, man? They they all got some bullshit going on. But it just seems like a lot of motherfuckers is trying to make money plays, and it don't seem like he's uh playing ball. Yeah, hey, that's their world, man. Like I let them have it. Yeah, I just think it's interesting. It is because I don't a little bit. I, I just think it's that deep. I ain't never gonna be in that shit. So okay, I ain't never gonna be in that shit. So I just think it's interesting to look out at it, to look in at it. Yeah, he going through too much for me. Who did he? I don't see why motherfuckers don't take these motherfuckers out once they get too big. Who? Uh, oh. Nigga, you talk about you going to do what with a refrigerator? All right. I'm going to be quiet on this one. Listen, bro. I'll see I, you with a refrigerator. I don't think that you can really get to that nigga like that, man. As much Shit. as many people got... So much hate for that man. Ain't nobody trying hard enough. I don't think. I think it's kind of tough. Ain't nobody trying hard enough. I don't think they want to try. Like, I think they he like got it. some. I think he got some shit going on. That's uh. That uh. You know it ain't gonna be wise. Uh, it's just like the mayor in Dalton. Dalton or whatever the fuck it's called in Chicago. That little town. This bitch, youngest. Youngest motherfucking uh, mayor. She's like 37 or some shit. Just fucking the city up. Using the people's money. Going to Vegas. Like my man in uh, Detroit. Kirk yeah. Patrick. Yeah. 
She worse than him though. Okay. She got look. All right, you know how you pull up. Let's say you order pizza more than just pizza. You pull up to the little the what you call that the fire row or whatever the yeah. fuck it is, just to go in and get your pizza come out. You two days later, you got a ticket in the mail, five hundred dollars. Listen, I meant to write this shit down, so I don't know buddy's name. Mm. Uh, it's in Louisiana though, and they said Louisiana and Ohio are the only two places where this loophole exists that this can be a thing. Mm. There's a town in Louisiana. It's a one of them pass through tour towns, mm. and most people pass through it going to casinos. Okay. They said that ninety percent of this town's revenue comes from tickets. Okay. And when you get the tickets, mm. you and you go to oppose it, you go to mayor's court because the mayor is also the judge. Okay. But the mayor, who's the judge, doesn't have any degrees in anything legal. Hmm. He is not a lawyer. He hasn't went to law school. He doesn't even have the credentials to be a mayor. Or a judge. Or a judge, let alone a judge. Right. But when you if you oppose it, you go to to, to Mayor's court. Mm. They said, nigga, 90% of this entire town's revenue comes from tickets. Hey, they need it. And they said that the, the one lady, it was like three different people, they tried to oppose the tickets mm. and they went down there. And when they went down there to oppose the tickets, said the nigga looked them dead in the eyes and said, ain't no court today and shut the door. So pay the ticket or don't, you're going to get your license suspended. Sure. And they said only only Louisiana and Ohio has this loophole where that can happen. Sure. Yeah. They said the rest of the country it can happen, mm. but there's a stipulation that only like ten percent of said town's income can come from that shit. Wow, okay. Louisiana and Ohio don't have a They can run it cap. up. Yeah, they, they can, can run it up. They can run it up as much as they want to. Yeah, they can run it up. So like so like the little towns here where the where they be on the highway fucking with niggas and pulling people like they're doing it too, but it can only be like a certain small percentage. A small percentage of the income. Yeah. It can't be a majority of the income. Nigga said this shit was like ninety. It said they said last year it was in the millions, nigga tickets. But what they were saying is you get that ticket, $500. You get it in the mail. You wasn't even there for a couple of seconds. You ran in and it ran out. Yeah. And if you don't pay it, it doubles. <laughs> you almost told me to do. It doubles. They had a whole line full of motherfuckers just sitting there mad in the line talking about some, this is bullshit. I wasn't, I just, <laughs> I got out of my car. Even dude pulled up just to let his mom's out so she can go in the store. No cops, no nothing. Just a ticket in the so, mail. So she got like a bogus fire lane or a, Yeah. But like in places where she know people gonna park. They don't even park. He didn't park. I mean places where like she know people gonna be. Yeah. And they got cameras. They don't even have the no, 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 no. That's what it is. 
the cop don't even write you a ticket, put it on your windshield. It's the cameras. They like, they take a they take a fucking picture and go about their business. Yeah. So they can just walk up and yeah. walk off. So you just pull up, like I said, just drop some by by the door. You know what I'm saying? They take a picture of your license plate and they send you the motherfucking ticket. And hey, that's like uh she be gone, bro. That's not like not like this, but but when they started doing the um the pictures at the toll. Yeah, it's bullshit. All right, so boom. I don't do much traveling. You know that, right? Right. Ain't really much. <clears throat> I did it in my young years, and these older years, I got too many responsibilities. I really, even though I'm going to change that, I, I made a vow to myself I will not turn forty in Indianapolis. I may come back to this motherfucker and have parties with my friends and shit like that. But my fortieth birthday, <laughs> which should fall on a Saturday, uh-huh. nigga, I will not be here. Oh, boy. I don't give a fuck if I leave Friday and come back Sunday, nigga. I will not turn forty here. <laughs> I don't know where I'm going. I'm gonna figure that out. But, <laughs> but uh, I didn't know that they was doing that because the last time I had did some traveling, like you had to go through the toll and pay it. Yeah. So when bus came home, mm. which was this was 2015 ish, he bought my then wife's car. He was running back and forth to Kentucky. Handle the business. So all of a sudden, one back day, forth and back and forth, we get these tickets in the mail. Yeah, Riverlink. In my in my then yeah. wife's name, I'm like, bitch, what the fuck you been doing running back and forth to Kentucky? <laughs> Finally, one of the tickets come and it has the picture in it. Yeah, and it's bro in this little car. Just getting <laughs> yeah. to it. They got a good. They can take a good picture. Oh, a fire picture. He just in that motherfucker having a good time. <laughs> I said that motherfucker down like bro bro like you got to pay these he was like what are these <laughs> I said nigga the toe <laughs> you been running back and forth to Kentucky handling what type of business you handling well, I think he was working down there okay he do a construction no 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 uh, flooring in oh, like, okay in like stadiums and shit like he, oh shit like they like he was in Wisconsin for two weeks not too long ago like they do Foreign in stadiums, him and my cousin Mario. Right. So he was running back and forth. And most of the time, if it's far, he goes in the hotel. Stadium, yeah. But if it's close. Back and forth. <laughs> Damn. Nigga, I'm talking about ran that shit up. And they get you on both ways coming and going. Don't matter. It does not matter. I remember the first time I ended up in, uh, the first time I ever went through Gary. Which is when I decided that I should never ever go through Gary. I was avoiding the tow roads going to Chicago. <laughs> Trying to. And I went through Gary and I said, oh, I'll just pay. Nigga, this is gross. You <laughs> <laughs> <He> ain't lying. <laughs> this he is. Ain't lying. See, y'all proud to be from here? Michael, Jack- Michael Jackson lived here. <laughs> so what? Nigga, pick his house up and move it somewhere. <laughs> Change that fucking theory. Jackson 5 tonight. Get the fuck out of here. Still there. Yeah. Same crusty ass letter. Still there. That nigga dead. It, damn, man. Shit. Rest in peace, Mike. They better moonwalk that motherfucker to somewhere Jesus else. Jesus Christ. They the what? The rail cats? They throw that bitch in that beach. They might make it magical. <laughs> <laughs> well, goddamn. That man's gone. Let go of it. That's how y'all can hold on to. What else they got? 
Nothing. Yeah, no, what was filmed they there. They got people. See how they people coming here? Like, what you was filmed there, nigga? That's it. Right. What was filmed there? The thug with my man, Will Braxton, was the the thug with Jim Brown and Pink. Oh yeah, Greer. okay. Uh, uh, uh. Some type of gangster. Original gangster. Original gangster. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, that was filmed there. <laughs> that was Braxton. Braxton Pimpin used. He was the. Thug uh, I the thought gangster. it was. Um, I thought it was DJ Pooh, but nope. That's um, Friday. Yeah, that's Friday. Yeah, they look alike. Like, yeah, they, they do. <laughs> I just remember, like, looking at that and going, you're not going to convince me that this nigga is a goddamn thug, bro. Like, this nigga is Braxton, nigga. Braxton Pitty is, nigga. If they were going to make him a thug, they should have put him in Meteor, man. He could have been a golden lord. Golden lord. My nigga, my, who was the golden lord? My nigga from uh, the Five Heartbeats was the golden lord. I don't know. The red. Not red, but that the was, nigga, oh, that was, was, <laughs> the nigga red hung off the balcony. Flash. Okay. I don't I don't know. I, I gotta watch that movie again. Which one? Five Warriors? Yeah. That's my shit. I gotta watch that again. I don't like musicals, so it's kinda hard to watch it. Even though that's a good one. I, I can't I said that's that's one that I can deal with. Because I don't fuck with musicals either. I, I can deal with uh I can deal with because that's music I grew up on. Yeah. So I can deal with like the Temptations, the Five Heartbeats. I can deal with that shit. Nah, none of them. Yeah, no just, musicals. Yeah, I can. Tina Turner story. I, I like that one. That's what I got to do with it. I adamantly hate musicals, nigga. I tell, like I don't watch plays or anything. Yeah. But I'm but but nigga, uh, Temptations, Five Heartbeats. Uh, that's really it. Uh, like I can think of like just music all through the motherfucker. The Wiz. I don't fuck with the Wiz. I can deal with the Wiz. I don't fuck. I ain't, I've never even watched the Wiz. I watched the Wiz one time. That's the. Black version of the Wizard of Oz. Yeah, yeah, I watched it one good. time. That had Michael Jackson. There was a piece of Michael Jackson. Yeah. Um, Rick Ross got a business opportunity for serious people. What's that? He put up a uh, he put up a post. He's looking for a uh, flight attendant for his uh, his wing stop of airplane. No, his his Maybach Maybach music Maybach Maybach Media Maybach something. Uh, airplane, his private jet. I figured. And he's uh, but he, he no bullshit though. He's looking for a flight attendant, and he said the salary is anywhere from ninety to one hundred fifteen thousand dollars a year, mm. depending mm. on your qualifications and your blunt roller skill. Because he got a blunt roller. Oh, he this does. is a flight attendant. <laughs> said, and he and in the video, he made it very clear: I'm not looking for. Fuck buddies, I'm not looking for I'm looking for someone who is qualified in this. It's where I handle business meetings, it's where a lot of times you'll be attending to people that aren't me, like flying people back and forth. Yeah. And he said, nigga, I got serious inquiries only. Hit my DM. You gotta have these certain qualifications. So I'm paying anywhere from eighty five to one hundred and fifteen thousand dollars a year, depending on said, he said you need to be able to 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 be a, to do this, to be a hostess, to be to be able to prepare meals for business meetings and things like like he needs a he needs a butler, an air for butler, airplane for one hundred fifty thousand dollars a year. He said, "Let's travel, let's see the world." Because I mean, you get to go everywhere he's gonna go. Yeah, uh, yeah. Then you get to be there as long as he's gonna be there. That's true. Yeah. This nigga's going to Greece for a week, nigga. You get to be in Greece for a week. <laughs> and he got to put you up. Yeah. 
That's pretty cool. Yeah, so I mean, you um, get to think you get to fly around and make 115k and stay probably in some nice shit wherever y'all go. We can stop all day. Flat Tommy. Yeah, yeah. Ranch. And and checkers. <laughs> and, and checkers. They go on a hundred checkers. Oh yeah. They can keep them fart burgers. Yeah, nigga on nasty. Nigga on two and nigga I'll fuck a big Buford over there. Yeah, like big farts. Nigga, I'll eat a big fart then. <laughs> <laughs> Some tomatoes and no onions and lettuce. <laughs> 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 nigga, the nigga owns like like eighty checkers and like two hundred some odd wing stuffs. Huh. I think a couple crystals. Crystals? Mm-hmm. I thought those was out of business. Okay. I don't know. Somebody was talking about the decline of crystal. I'm not sure. I'm pretty sure they're somewhere. I know they're in Memphis still. Um, yeah, if if any flight attendants listen to this pod, man, go to Rick Ross' uh, Instagram. He put a uh, he put an email link up in his bio for you to send your resumes and shit. He's like, don't DM me. He said, because my DMs are full of a whole bunch of shit. Yeah, call me too. Nigga hungry in the bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. I, I thought it said Obama State. Yeah, so did I. <laughs> but he, uh, he said, don't DM me. His DMs is full of a bunch of shit. He's got a specific email he made for yeah. resumes and things of that nature. Uh, yeah, if you watch the video, nigga, he's really looking for a flight attendant. Okay. i tell you what these four motherfuckers are looking for. Says uh it's the golden throne, man. Uh oh. Is that a gold shitter? Yep. Four men charged in theft of satirical golden toilet titled America's titled America at Churchill's birthplace. America. America. So this happened in London. Uh four men were charged Monday over the theft of an eighteen karat gold toilet. It happened where? Yeah, in um I would just say England, yeah. Put them bitches under London, England. Uh, from Blenheim Palace, the sprawling English country mansion where British wartime leader Winston Churchill was born. Fuck him too. Said the toilet valued at 4.8 million pounds, which is 5.95 million, $6 million in our money, uh, was an artwork titled America and was intended and intended as a pointed satire about excessive wealth by Italian conceptual artist Maurizio Catalan. Um, it was part of an art installation at the palace near Oxford and uh, a few days before it vanished overnight in September, blah, blah, blah. Uh, the Crown Prosecuting Service said Monday it was authorized. It has authorized criminal charges against four men ages 35 through 39 over theft. They are accused of burglary and conspiracy to transfer criminal property. Uh, seven people have been arrested over the heist. No charges have been brought until Monday. Still. Four years after the toilet was stolen. Four Jesus years. Christ. The artwork has never been found. Uh, the golden toilet was fully functional, and prior to the theft, visitors to the exhibition could take a three-minute appointment to use it. No, excuse me. They could book. They could book a three-minute appointment to use it. I was what the fuck? Police said that who gonna take a shit in three minutes. Police said that the uh, that because the toilet had been connected to the palace's plumbing system, its removal caused significant damage and flooding to the 18th century building. Mm. Uh, it's filled with valuable art 
and furniture that draws thousands of visitors each year. Uh, the museum said the artwork invited viewers to make sure to make use of the fixture individually and privately to experience unprecedented in intimacy with the uh, with the work of art. Wow. Uh, the suspects will appear at Oxford Magistrates Court on November 28th. And they're not saying what they're being charged First with. First of all, put them niggas out of jail. Second of all, fuck everybody else is putting them out of jail and everything going on over there. Would you pay to piss in the toilet? Never. Never. Good for what it's made out of. It looks like a jail toilet. It's not even a good made toilet. That's what I'm saying. I don't even think it has a bidet in it. It does. It's just gold. It's just gold. You'd probably be slipping and sliding all they over. They didn't even the use like a good, like they didn't even make like a good toilet. Like, uh -huh. like the toilet in my parents' house because we just had to buy it within the last couple of years. It's like really cool looking. Yeah. And they could have like, you could have <laughs> made a cool looking toilet. Like, I mean, that was 18th century though. Or Winston Churchill. I don't man, know. Fuck them. But it's not in the 18th century bathroom. I know. That's so, why they took it. Yeah. Fuck them. They said, we got to pay to use this toilet? If them niggas had took it wasn't from England, I'd say for them. Nigga, the, the toilet paper ain't even gold. Why ain't the toilet paper gold? You need to give me some gold leaf toilet paper. Listen, if them niggas that took it was from anywhere else, I'd be saying free them till it was backwards. But <laughs> fuck them too. Uh, fuck them. Fuck them. Dirty motherfuckers. Uh, you know who else is dirty? Or the NFL, they tripping. Or they gonna do it again? They uh find Odell Beckham ten thousand dollars for throwing up the peace sign while he ran a touchdown in. Why they always fucking with him? That's what I'm. They always fucking. Why with they be him. fucking with everybody in the celebration dance, bro? When we grew up, they pumps. When we grew up, bro, the celebration dance was a fixture. Yeah, it was part of the the you you just went outside and and, and uh, spiked the dance, ball, spiked the ball, and did a and dance. dance. Whether you had your finger up in the yeah. air like that, you got yeah, you did something to celebrate, man. What's wrong with these punk ass people? Man? To the point where it was such a norm who was going up, like you said, but you just made your own shit up. You yeah. playing, the nigga one, one day somebody couldn't play, and the motherfucker kept getting scored on. I'm tired of him always dancing. Bro, this nigga caught a touchdown, and he caught it. To first of all, I didn't even know Odell Beckham was still playing. So shout out to him. He still with the Browns, or he's somewhere else. He's somewhere else. Right. Uh, he plays for Baltimore Ravens. Okay, didn't know that. But um, so shout out to him for that. But uh, because he got hurt, and he was like kind of basically on the chopping block. But he's like a hell of an athlete. Mm -hmm. So he's. Clearly managed to bounce back. He must not have uh, as much sassy shit as he be doing. He must not be super <laughs> attitude-ish. Not anymore. Yeah, he must not have it that bad because you take somebody like Ocho Cinco and T.O. and them niggas, they just kicked them niggas out the league. <laughs> <laughs> them, niggas, them niggas are still better than most of the niggas in the league right now. <laughs> them two old niggas still show up to random practices and fuck niggas up. <laughs> they be beating starting, starting receivers and shit yeah, in their 40s. Because they put them niggas at the league way too early. They just didn't want to deal with their shit no more. <laughs> but uh, 10K, nigga, for throwing it. The nigga caught a, caught a touch, caught a pass. And he, you know how you watch football. You know how you yeah. caught a, catch a pass 
when no one's near you at all. Yeah. Like, you just got it. And while he was running that motherfucker, we got to, like, to the five-yard line. He did like this. If I didn't get $10,000. Did somebody own the peace symbol? I don't think so. Or did they call it taunting? I don't, but that's not taunting, is it? I know, but did they call it that? I don't know. I don't know what these motherfuckers. I'm I tired know. of these soft-ass motherfuckers, man. Yeah. Whoever's running that shit needs to be taken out. That's my theory for everything that's just getting on my nerves. Take these motherfuckers out. Um, you can't be yourself. You can't do what you want to do. It ain't like he was hurting nobody. Shit, you playing in the damn game. Damn near getting hurt, fucking your life up. And you can't throw a fucking peace symbol to motherfucking take a touchdown. Kiss my ass. That's what I'm saying. Shit, I'm getting tired of all this soft core ass shit. What's wrong with these fucking kids today, too? Soft core ass kids and shit. They want to get mad and they want, oh, these niggas ain't nothing. Well, y'all raised them to be nothing because y'all wanted them to be nothing because you kept telling motherfuckers not to talk to your kids and do nothing to them. Yeah. Shit. It's yeah. like the lady on TikTok talking you saw about her, the little 22-year-old yeah. teacher yeah, talking, talking about, about these are the worst kids. She's most traumatizing. And you tell the parents, and they're like, didn't she tell you she wasn't going to do it? Well, what the yeah. hell do you mean? Get her ass out of my school then. Bye. We don't want her back. How about we ain't going to do it? We lost it somewhere in the mix of somewhere along the line. Because I know like when I was growing up, man, like yo. Your neighbor could get on your ass. Hell yeah. As long as... And it, tell your mom about yeah, it. Yeah, as long as it wasn't, like, crazy. Yeah, like she didn't break shit. Yeah, and, and, and as long as it just wasn't, like, no weird shit. Yeah. If he's really doing some shit, your neighbor could get on your ass. Yeah. Like, I remember, like, me and my closest friends to this day, we... Our mamas lived on this street. And, nigga, we would... Nigga, your mama could get on my ass, nigga. Yeah. Like... Anybody. And like yeah. I said, they come and tell your mom about it, and then that's it. Sweet right on down. You know what your son did? And, and then you day. get another whooping. Because yeah. when your mama find out what and the she, fuck she happened. she embarrassed that somebody had to whoop your ass. Hey, who, why the fuck you out there acting like that, boy? Come in here. And then shit, now today, you can't even touch a motherfucking child. You're going to die. I don't talk to none of these children. I don't say nothing. I go talk to an adult. I go yeah. straight to an adult. Yeah. And then the adults are so fucked up. I, tell me about it. And then they so damn pussy too because they so damn scared they're going to get their ass whooped on social media and be embarrassed about shit like that time the motherfuckers kids hopped on my car. And once I realized what had happened, I had a big ass dent in my head. Mm-hmm. I go over there. I see the dude come outside. I go talk to him. Hey, bro, something happened over here? Oh, what, what you talking about, big homie? Nah, I'm nigga, did, my car. Yeah, did something happen over here because somebody got a hopped on my car. I got a big ass handprint on my damn windshield. You know what I'm saying? I seen the dogs was loose earlier. You had kids what, over. What happened? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Oh, man, I don't even know. But what made you come over here? Because, motherfucker, you had the kids in front of your house. You don't yeah. want with a basketball go over here. What happened? Yeah, this your house. I'm coming to talk to you. I don't talk to kids. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like that that when I had the uh, when I first got my Pontiac. Came home from work early. Little kid out there ghost riding his bike. Alright, then he finally comes out. <laughs> right into my motherfucking car. Alright. I go put my shoes on, walk down the block, a couple niggas sitting in their car. I see the little I see the bike. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, hey little dude, I thought I told you to eat your mom. What do you mean? This ain't Oh, you ain't the little boy. Where's the little boy that was on the bike? Yeah. 
You, know you might not be the little boy that did this, but this yeah, is the bike. This is the bike. So the little boy that was riding this bike. Oh, he lived over there. But then there's two niggas in the car. What's going on, big homie? Man? Look, man, I'm looking for this little dude's mama. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? One of these motherfuckers just threw their bike in my car. Just that, uh, oh, okay. Nah, you ain't got to make sure of nothing, bro. I'm already up on my shit. What you going to do? You know what I'm saying? You going to sit there in the motherfucking cars, keep on smoking weed, let me handle my business. Yeah. You see me out here on some wrong shit, Gabe say something. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? She went and got his mama. We walked down there, showed her what's going on. She beat his ass, too. That's all I want. I remember I told my son one day, that nigga did something. I said, boy, and I want to make it very clear to you, my nigga. I said, I'm about to go across your head. I said, when I'm done, if you feel the inkling, you can call them people. And they can come and get you. Mm-hmm. They come get you and me. I said, I'll bond out. You'll be wherever they put you. Yep, yeah, you ain't going to like it. He said, huh, wherever they put you, my nigga, you'll be there. Mm-hmm. I won't even go to court and fight for you, boy. You just be in the system. And I'll be here at home. <laughs> I'll go to court and deal with that shit. I'll get some probation. I'll come on back home. <laughs> I've been on probation 14 times. Nigga. Niggas. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't never been in no orphanage, nigga. Silly. They come get you, nigga. <laughs> shit. But yeah, man. Uh, that my last. I got a few more. You seen the the debacle with Draymond Green? Nah, I don't pay attention. Yeah, the basketball. Not with him. Um, only thing I seen that was going on. You ain't seen him choke that boy out. Not definitely didn't see. That. I, I ain't been paying. I ain't seen no sports. <laughs> hey, bro, I ain't seen no sports in forever. Do you know who Rudy Gobert is? Nope. He plays for. I forget mean, exactly who he plays for, but he's more famous for his nonsense than he is for. He's more famous for what he did than his playing. He is the one that caused the COVID breakout in the NBA when COVID hit. Oh, that nigga? The, the touch the mic? Yes. Game? That's Rudy Gobert. Okay. That's Rudy Gobert. I got that. And then they ended up having COVID and everybody got sick. Yeah. And then she had to shut down and they had to make the bubble. And. Because remember, they was testing niggas every day. Right, and right. So Rudy Gobert is that nigga. Mm. The other game, uh, not too long ago, uh, whoever he plays for, somebody on the team grabbed uh, Clay Thompson, one of the Splash Brothers. Mm. Splash Brothers. Oh, I know who he is. Yeah, one of, the, one of the niggas grabbed Clay Thompson, they got into a little back and forth. He's still with the Nets, right? No, 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 no the Golden State. Clay Thompson? Clay Thompson. He, oh, shit. I'm he's, you know, he's him and um, the Light Skin Savior, man. The Light Skin Brothers. Uh, uh, Curry? Curry. Yeah. Steph Curry and Clay Thompson are the Splash Brothers. So go on, okay. Steph. I'm thinking about the other dude. I don't know why. So, I'm thinking about Tatum. You are. <laughs> so uh, Light Skin niggas. Yep. <laughs> so, <laughs> they get into a little tussle. This is the funniest part about this whole ordeal. They get into a little tussle, and in the middle of the tussle, Rudy Gobert, like, reaches in and grabs Clay. And Tremont sprints over full speed and runs over and puts Gobert in a full-blown headlock. He wow. is choking this nigga out. Like, you know how you, like, because he was trying to get his teammate. He was he was trying to hit Draymond's teammate. I get that. So, you know, so, you, like, separate. You, you, you go yeah, over into the mix. Yeah, but a whole fucking headlock? Bro, listen. Look at the headlock. 
Yeah, he looked like Homer choking Bart. Bro, he get but he but he he gets him in a real one. Mm. He got him off his feet. He's just dragging the nigga by his neck. The nigga Draymond is like amusement park ride enjoying himself while he's choking this nigga. Like you can see his face. Like he's the big cheese. Choking this nigga out. I told you nobody likes Rudy because of what That's it. He did. His teammates, bro, it's the funniest shit in the world. Rudy Gobert's teammates. You know, if somebody grabs your teammate like that, bro, like you do something about it. His teammates made ugly, aggressive faces and just kind of like held their hands like they were about to do something and didn't. And everybody just watched Draymond chunk this nigga out. <laughs> no, I didn't hear about it. Where did that happen? Like two nights ago. Oh, three that's nights why ago. I ain't heard about it, Tim. Bro, the niggas was like, it's you know, like, over YouTube now. you know, how, like a nigga grab your teammates, you like, yeah. like the niggas did the, like that. and it just stopped, but like kept the faces. So if you watch the video, niggas is like this, bro. Silent <laughs> <Like>, time. <laughs> Why this nigga is having the time of his life choking <laughs> this nigga out. <laughs> Long story short, they ended up suspending Draymond for like five games behind this chokeout. But I think, I think like if you watch the video, bro, like when you go home, pull it up, bro. If you watch the video, I think like everybody but Rudy Gobert is okay with what happened in these five games. It's early enough in the season, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> like everyone's like, ah. <laughs> like the only people that was like damn it's the NBA the NBA was like fuck we gotta I, and it took the NBA a few days to put down the the sentence and like I think they was like hoping it would blow over <laughs> so they didn't have to hit the nigga with that much nah he did it on a live game but choked that nigga State versus uh, whoever they are when I say he choked this man <laughs> nigga the full blown boat the, the headlock where you put it here and you lock it. Yeah. That one. Yeah, I see it. <laughs> but, like, he wasn't even deep in it then. Like, he got it, and when he got it, he yanked him. He said he's an amusement park. Right? So the nigga came <laughs> off his feet. You know, bro, you know the type of joy on your face when you're, in a, when you're enjoying an amusement park ride. He just couldn't put his hands up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If he could have said, wee! <laughs> <laughs> That's terrible, man. Yeah, see? So that happened to <laughs> that happened to Rudy. Everybody got five games behind it. Uh, oh, remember when them niggas broke out not too long ago uh, in Macon County, Georgia? We talked about it. it was like the five or dude. six of them. But like two of them got caught immediately, but then like the, the one dude he went and then he finally got caught. He was like gone for like two months. Then yeah, all right. Well, some of these niggas were still free. So why wasn't they talking about him? I don't know. They must not have that much of a sentence on him. Because that one dude was a killer. No, 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 no. That was in, like, Pennsylvania some shit. Oh, where is this one? This was uh, the, like, four or five niggas broke out in Georgia. We talked about it, like, four pods ago. Okay. It's been so many fucking breakout mm -hmm. shit. It's the same fucking jail where they just kept breaking out different motherfuckers. I think so. Month. Okay, I think so. yeah. Yeah, I remember this. I think so. All right, so one of them just got caught. All right. And when I say this nigga broke out of jail to go 
be a trap star, to go be a kingpin. But when I tell you what they caught this nigga with when they finally caught him. What they get? Are you ready? Yeah. This nigga went, this nigga broke out of jail to go be Scarface. Okay. He still left the country then. Escaped, make an inmate. John Fur, John, John Fur Barnwell was arrested in Augusta. Now, mind you, he just, he was in Macon. He broke out in Macon. Augusta, Georgia. So he's still in Georgia. He ain't left Georgia. Was arrested in Augusta this weekend. FBI found him with 92 pounds of a mixture of fentanyl, meth, and cocaine and heroin. God damn. And weed. Oh, all together. Not mixed. Not mixed, but but just a, a culmination of all yeah. the drugs to sell. 92 pounds of it, though. And three guns. How much money? They find no cash. God, how the fuck did he, he must have been connected. How do you get, how do you escape jail? Broke his motherfucker. This nigga escaped jail, managed to get three guns and a cumulative amount of 92 pounds of fentanyl, meth, cocaine, heroin, and weed. Nigga, all the bases was covered. I've been gone. I'm out the country. They caught him, they caught him leaving. Like he was, he was, he was. Leaving what? The country? I, I don't know. He was, uh, he was riding. Yeah, okay, that's what I'm saying. He was on, he was on the highway. They, they caught me leaving the country. I mean, like that one dude that got stuck in between Mexico and America. But this nigga escaped <laughs> to trap. <laughs> this nigga escaped jail to do some trapping. Hey, at least he had the right idea. This he had to get his money up. He probably I, went and took gotta, care of some people too yeah, while he was there. I got to get my money. Bro, as a street nigga, do you know how hard it is to get your hands on almost 100 pounds of anything? That's why I said he had to be connected. This he nigga came out broke. Yeah. He, somebody owed him some money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nigga, what you. Oh, oh, here. You owe me anything but oh, but if I yeah, do, here you go. go. <laughs> <laughs> Here you go. Shit, I couldn't do it. Here you go. Nah, man, I, I don't know. Yeah, that's that's smart. Yeah, but I would. I, like I said, I left town. But he got and I left town, up. left the country. He got jammed up. Um, uh, I got one more current. I'm gonna knock it out. All right. And teachers is back at. What you mean? They're fucking students. Oh, that's never going to stop. But this one's this one, this one, this one a little different. All right. A 36-year-old teacher in Idaho has been busted for allegedly having sex with a teen boy who cops, the teen boy cops, I hate me, I'm going to have one of your things. Sex with a teen, okay, here we go, my bad, I've been working. A 36-year-old teacher in Idaho has been busted for allegedly having a sex with a teen. By cop, busted by cops who they're not putting periods, who found the boy behind the wheel of her car because she was too drunk to drive. But they wasn't fucking. It was after the fucking? After the fucking. They just drinking and some fucking. She was too drunk. My man was driving. Well, she ain't that bad. How old was he? Uh, 16. Yeah, at least he was 16. According to according to the boy, Lawson got drunk and he got high before they eventually had sex. Lawson eventually called the teen's mother and admitted to picking him up. Oh, she got drunk and, and, and spilled the beans. <laughs> taking him 
taking him to her home and giving him alcohol, the statement indicated. She also admitted right. to having marijuana in her house, but claimed she did not give the boy any, any and decided that anything else had anything else had and denied anything else had occurred. But he told her that they did some fucking. Told the police they did some fucking. That's crazy. Well, they seemed like that one lady who was fucking with that 11-year-old student. Oh. And she was sneaking him out the house and shit. And when she got caught and let go, she went back over there. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Went back over there. So we Nasty in love. Bitch. Um, so we in love. Speaking of, though, I mean, that shit's nasty, but speaking of uh, drinking and sex, you ever watch Love and Lock Up or Lock Up and Love? Or I have fuck? not. And I hear that I am missing yes. out on a lot of things. I couldn't figure out why this dude was so amped up about drinking. He had just got out. You know okay. what I'm saying? And they girlfriend, well, the, the pen pal girlfriend yeah, yeah, yeah. came to pick him up. So that's okay. they first meeting, you know what I'm saying? She a rather big girl. She ain't ugly, but she a big girl. Yeah, on the hefty. They go to his mama house, and then the plane will go to the hotel. Okay. So on the way to the hotel, they get in the hotel, and downstairs is a bar. And she's like, let's hurry up. Let's get to the room. We're already ready. like, nah. He said, I need a drink. What's up with that bar? Like that. She's like, what you mean? He said, I haven't had alcohol in three years. I need a drink. (laughs) (laughs) Hell of an alcoholic. No. He needed that drink to go knock that coochie out. Because she was. (laughs) Because he just kept saying, "I I really need a drink. Yeah. I really, really need a drink. You know, you're not doing it. You're not I mean, doing it for me. He had three years of backup, but still, he was just like, I need some help. <laughs> if I'm going to do this, you're going to have to do this the right way. I need a drink. I told you that the time that big girl tried to take advantage of me, she got me drunk as a skunk, and my man still wouldn't. Oh, no. I couldn't bring it. I couldn't bring myself to do it, man. So, there's some chicks from here. I don't know if they watch this. Anybody know them. But back in what? Oh two, oh three. I was going down to Bloomington real heavy and shit. Mm-hmm. My cousin and him had an apartment, so I took my nigga props and his cousin big cuz. You know what I'm saying? Now these niggas drink. You know what I mean? They drinking on the way down there. Orange juice bottle full of vodka and orange juice. Nah, and shit. Yeah, so we get down there. Party going on. We all outside talking. There's a couple big girls standing outside. You know what I'm saying? Next thing you know, we look up. Big cuz walking down the street with the big girls and shit. We're like, hey, cuz, where you going? He said, nah, he didn't know. He was too fucked up. They was taking him. They was taking him. They was learning. <laughs> they was going to get him. Big Juicy and Toy. <laughs> Did they get him? Not it. We caught him. Okay. We had to get him. We was like, hey, come I on know. back. I know I've told this story over here before. <laughs> But I'll tell it again. Because we'd be having new subscribers and shit. <laughs> friend and friend family and, and uh, 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 invisible co-host Doughboy. Mm-hmm. Let us show. Years back. And when I say years, I mean he was probably old enough to drive. But you know he's a little bit older than me. I don't right. think I was old enough to drive yet. Okay. I'm about to be 15. Where, like, I, was, I was driving. I didn't have my own car yet. Right. It was over my girlfriend at the time's house. And she had, uh, her mother did in-home health care. So she was always home. at Noah's house. home. Right. So we over there getting to it, right? 
<laughs> and we back in the and she, all right. She got this big ass cousin named Jigga. We oh. call her Jigga, my nigga. Jigga big as that couch we sitting on. Hmm. Jigga big old motherfucker, cool in the bitch. We still cool to this day. Right. Jigga, my nigga. Her name stood the test of time. But, so me and mine, and Doe was just there with me running semi-interference. Mm-hmm. Just keeping Jigga busy while I go to do my thing. So me and mine back in the room, and we doing our thing, right? But in the mix of doing our thing, I don't hear nothing coming from Anywhere else in the house. No noise. And Doughboy has a voice that... It carries. It carries. You kind of hear it. Nigga, I come out the room. Doughboy on the couch. Next level inebriated. Jigga got his manhood out. And she is... She ain't set on it yet, but she's... On the way. She's fondling. She's she's yeah. getting it ready to go. I came out that motherfucker like an angry father. I came out and said, no, no, put, put that down. <laughs> <laughs> Get it out your hand. No, drop it. <laughs> this nigga woke up like, what the fuck? I said, your dick. Put your dick up, boy. Jigga <laughs> <laughs> talking about I wasn't going to do nothing with the... I said, you had the dick in your hand. <laughs> it was in your hand. Oh god! It was probably just in your mouth because it was because it was ready to go. <laughs> he got raped. He, he got he got fondled. He didn't get fully raped. He did get he did get fondled. It's a world that would be raped. Yeah, he got molested. He got fondled. He got he got touched. <laughs> What if he was fake sleeping? He wasn't. He was not. He wasn't. You ruined it. I, I know. I know. I know. He was just gonna take one. Nah, man, I know. I'm not good saying enough. he ate, but how do you know? Because I know he was good enough. Because me and him had me and in those days, me and him had very clear. I'm gonna take this one for the team conversations. And that was one that he was adamantly not prepared to take for the ten. <laughs> he didn't have to count it. He was asleep. Nah. <laughs> Ain't no way he would have been able to stay asleep once that motherfucking. Well, if he'd have woke up and said no, once yeah, that water beast jumped different. on him, <laughs> big girl, he loved to. <laughs> I said, I said, John, get out your head. I think you in his arm. What's going on? You dick, boy. Put it. Put that, put that thing and tuck it away. He see caught up in the fetal position later on. Like, she tried. I'm talking about him. Oh yeah, like, I got I got violated like that one time by <laughs> nigga that been on the show, Spongy. His older sister Donna oh. got me like that, <laughs> and I knew she was on bullshit. I was over their house and I passed out <laughs> drunk. I went to sleep under the coffee table because I knew she was on bullshit. Donna moved that coffee table. And pull my, pull my hammer out the tool belt, <laughs> and I woke up to her <laughs> knobbing the goblin. Then they're acting to beat down the fuck up. <laughs> uh, 
violated me like that. You didn't wake up. <laughs> I woke up. I woke up. The job did not get finished. How do you know? Because it, it, was, didn't, it, it didn't. was. It was round two. It might have been. It might have been. It might have been. You just sleep and just ah oh, oh. Then, uh-huh. I, then I forgot about the shit, right? <laughs> Somebody reminded me. Nah, she reminded me. Like, so she was saying, she was like, yeah, that's it. And like, started describing my joint. And I was like, what the fuck? God damn it. I got mad all over again. I didn't want to punch her in her head. <laughs> Wild times, man. Wild fucking times. Uh, yeah. Wild with some big girls. <laughs> you trying to take it, don't you? That's how I did. You might have. Donna wasn't even a big girl. It just wasn't my cup of tea. Yeah, that's funny. Donna wasn't even a big girl. She was just but but jigging my nigga. That was a, was a hefty lady. That's where it came from. My, my nigga. That's where it came from. The Jay Z song. That's how we came up with the name. Oh, shit, bro. I don't want nobody to think that. <laughs> we came with the name and then Jay-Z <laughs> a song about it. No, we got that name from the song. Yeah, yeah. Shit, I need to stand up. Well, so you want to take a break before we get off into these? <laughs> yeah, we come back and wrap this up. Another, uh, yeah, the last parts of this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> we'll be back. Break time. And we back, y'all. Yes. If you know what time it is. Florida, man. Florida. Niggas. How many you got? Niggas. Uh, three. I got two. You uh, kick it off? I'll kick it off. I will kick it off with the Florida niggas. <coughs> Excuse me. Florida man hops onto Amazon truck, threatens driver with a knife before. Yeah. Getting kicked off the truck, essentially. Okay. Now, <laughs> before I read the story, I need to make it clear. He didn't jump onto the truck. Okay. He jumped onto the side of the truck and threatened the nigga through the window while he was driving with the knife. Like, pull over. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's the only reason I wrote it. I got it. Police say... It's in Sanford County, Florida. Police say Sanford police are looking for a man who allegedly jumped on a moving Amazon delivery truck and placed a knife against the delivery man's neck. The incident happened November 1st in the area. The man, last seen wearing a green t-shirt, hopped onto the Amazon's truck's side steps while it was moving (laughs) and told the driver to take him to an unknown location, police said. The driver refused... And then the man placed a sharp object against the driver's neck. Police said the man, when the driver stopped, the man jumped off the truck and ran towards the passenger side while stopped at a stop sign. The driver was able <laughs> to hit the gas and get on before the man actually made it onto the truck. Damn. Police are looking for a suspect. And they got a number and all that. But you know, we're not doing that. <laughs> this nigga jumped on the side of that motherfucker like like how them little kids was running next to the car on belly Shut with up. the gun. <laughs> we 
Kyrie showed the nigga the gun. Yeah. He tapped it, tapped point, it but he showed it to him. <laughs> they said this nigga jumped on the side of that motherfucker, bro, and, 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 and through the window. Pull over, nigga. With a knife. Go over here. Crazy. Then when he stopped at the stop sign, nigga hopped up, tried to run the thing, but he just hit the gas on him. <laughs> I would have ran him over. I would have ran his ass over, too. <laughs> He had to have went around the back because he would have run around the front. I'd have ran his ass move over. Exactly. Uh, I got the uh, the the poo possum. Oh, oh, okay. Florida man arrested for pooping on dead possum on street during rush hour. Why did he do that? I'd be about to find out. It's Clearwater, Florida. It says a man has a Florida man has found himself behind bars. After he was seen by a police officer pooping on the dead possum in the middle of the street, uh, Ruby Rudy Wilcox was arrested and charged with exposing his sexual organs after the alleged incident that unfolded on Wednesday near the intersection of Belcher Road and Willow Tree Trail in Clearwater. As around 5:20 p.m., the 45-year-old man was seen by a Clearwater police officer defecating on a dead possum with his <laughs> pants down and his back exposed, according to the affidavit. Wilcox, who has no known residence, was allegedly in full view of the motoring public <laughs> during busy, busy traffic hours. It says in a post-Miranda interview with police, Wilcox denied the allegations and said that the officer doesn't see straight. <laughs> police, however, found physical evidence at the scene corroborating the, the, the allegations. <laughs> They found your shit, brother. It's over with you. They found the shit on the possum, nigga. It's over with you, Cor. Yeah, you gonna be bald forever. <laughs> handsome boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Was that it for that one? Yeah, that was it. I ain't say what he was charged with or nothing, so. Florida man accused of shooting spouse and brother-in-law at the hotel following his wedding. Damn. This nigga shot his wife and her brother. It's a hell of a honeymoon. A Florida man was arrested for reportedly shooting his spouse and brother-in-law following a wedding. That oh, ho, ho, ho. His brother-in-law. Her brother. Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's my man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah her I'm brother. I'm following the right. He shot his wife and her brother. I thought it was his brother at first. Yeah, I ain't hear the in-law. Okay, go ahead. My Florida bad. Franklin, Florida. Over the weekend, according to police. Cody Wiggins, 29, was booked into jail charge, on charges of attempted homicide and aggravated assault, aggravated domestic assault, and tampering with evidence. Uh, when the police arrived to the hotel, they found two injured victims and immediately began rendering aid. They were taken to the hospital as of Tuesday morning. Their conditions remain unknown. Wiggins left the hotel before officers arrived, but was later found by police. And in a nearby subdivision, mm. it's still unclear why he shot his brand new wife, yeah, her brother, and her brother. But he popped their ass at the hotel immediately following the wedding. Damn, no love at all. No, the fuck did they do? What did they do? Probably found out they wasn't brother and sister. If they are, maybe they were brother and sister. Uh. But they was brother and sister. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, Uncle Auntie, yucky. <laughs> little brother cousins. Yeah, 
Uh, this next one I got is uh, fully loaded. Brother, cousin, lover, friend. <laughs> says a man and a woman bought from two different Central Florida WalMarts on the same day with full shopping carts. So we got here, baby. This happened in Marion County, Florida. Says official in Central. Always shit going on in Marion County, Florida. Uh, is a wild place. It's got to be. Uh, officials in Central Florida are on the lookout for a man and a woman accused of walking out of Walmart stores with carts full of merchandise without paying. Uh, one incident happened in Marion County, while the other happened in Sanford. Uh, both on the both of these alleged thefts happened on October 26th. It says in Marion County, a woman has was seen on a surveillance tra- uh, video shopping at the Walmart. On 34th and Bahia, or Bahia, I don't know. She filled up her cart with over $800 worth of merchandise. Jesus. But Breeze passed checkout and allegedly ran out of the store without paying. Sitting out here and there. It says in Sanford, the man was spotted in a at a 1601 Reinhardt Road location. Unlike the woman above, the man went to self-checkout, but only pretended to scan the merchandise. Uh, when an employee approached him and requested that he move to a man, a man registered for assistance, he allegedly refused. That's when the man walked to a service area in the back of the store, loaded the items into his car, and left the area. Uh, he made off with two hundred twenty-three dollars worth of shit. So it sounds like he got groceries. Yeah. She got electronics. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and to go along with that, uh, it just brought it up. The self cart, the self checkout. Did you see that video of them motherfuckers getting that self-checkout scan? Uh-uh. Um, dude went and, you know, he was with somebody. And that person went to a self-checkout. And then he went to one by himself because he just grabbed like a pop or something, right? Mm-hmm. Puts in a $5 bill to pay for the pop. You know what I mean? Three bills come back out. But it's all 20s. Mm-hmm. So he noticed that. And he was just like, oh. And then he went and got another pop for another money, you know, some more money in. Mm-hmm. All the, everything that was supposed to be a one was coming out of $20 bills. Okay. Motherfucker racked up, him and the whole group of motherfuckers racked up about 1600 And got all that caught. And all got caught. All of them got caught. Mm. Mm. Well, they fucked up. Yeah, they did. I wish I had found that. Me too. I, I, I did it a little better than that. Boy. I'd have figured out a different way. Mm-hmm. We'd have figured out something different. Uh, armed Florida man pulls a gun on friend in car, then ends up fleeing into a park before getting hit by another car. <laughs> Karma, boy. Said that'd be instant karma. Instant karma. A man was taken to the hospital after he pulled a gun on his friend before being getting hit by a car in Bridgeford County Park. On Friday at 8 p.m., deputies responded to Risco Drive in Vieira, Florida, about a disturbance where a man reportedly fired a gun. Uh, press release shows the woman says she was given a ride to a male friend who began acting paranoid and then pulled out a gun. Mm. She told deputies he stopped the car and ran away. Moments later, she said she heard shots. Around the same time, deputies received information that a man matching the woman's friend description 
or threatening people with a gun mm. and ran out to the street. When deputies arrived, and they ran out to the street and got hit. When deputies arrived to the park, they found a man had been struck by a car while running through a parking lot. Wow. He was taken to the hospital where he received medical care. No other details about this and every release. Deputies said charges for the man are pending. If anyone has any information, call such and such and such. What was he doing? He was stealing nothing. He just jumped out of her car and ran across the parking lot <laughs> and started threatening random strangers <laughs> with a gun after he pulled the gun on her. <laughs> My nigga was on a bad trip. <laughs> he was on a bad trip. Yeah, and yeah. somebody in that parking lot, it was in a parking lot, so nobody was going fast enough to not hit him on purpose. <laughs> somebody, somebody in that parking lot it. said, whatever, nigga. <laughs> I can't come up with that gun. They said, nigga, yeah, get out of my way. <laughs> Five points? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Five motherfucking points. <laughs> yeah, it's that happening. <laughs> oh, man. I did my two already. Yeah, I did. Yeah, that was my three. We on the... Uh, well, I got one. You might, I don't know if we're going to have the same one. You got one? Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. I'll run this one off since you just got down to Florida, man. Uh, this week's Melanated Mag from my end goes to, I hope it's this, this boy's name, Charlie Woods. Um, Tiger Sun. One-Up's dad with high school state golf title in Florida. Uh, so the continuation of Florida Man a little bit. Okay. Uh, Tiger Woods won. Blah, blah, who gives a fuck? Uh, but it says he won all these good shits, but it says he never won a high school state championship gold medal. Who did? His daddy? Tiger Woods, okay. yeah. yeah. Which his son Charlie just did. Right. One-Upping his famous dad. Or right, Charlie Woods. Fuck off. You good? <laughs> Charlie Woods, a 14-year-old freshman, turned in a 78 out of 76 over two days to help the Benjamin School's boys team take the FHSAA Class A Championship at the Mission Inn Resort and Club at Howie Inn, the Hills. Yeah, Howie in the Hills, Florida, last Wednesday. Charlie was fourth of the five golfers on the Benjamin team. Um, he finishing finishing tied for 26th overall. Whoever who the fuck wrote this? It was the fourth. It was the fourth state golf title for the school, which is located in the Palm Beach Gardens. Uh, Tiger Woods has served as Charlie's caddy, coach, mm-hmm. and top advisor. But this time, he was just another dad in the gallery, cheering. Uh, he never won a high school state championship at Western High School in Anaheim, but there's a catch. California's inter- inter- Interscholastic Federation, I ain't seen that word forever. Interscholastic Federation didn't conduct a state championship in golf. So, so he couldn't have won it. He couldn't have won it. And not that he didn't win it, he couldn't win it. At all. Alright, but that, that doesn't make it so special for him. But it's special for him. I know son. the son, but. I don't like the way they started it. Yeah, I don't have it. He did something his dad didn't do. No. He couldn't do it. 
Yeah, because I'm sure he probably. I'm like, yeah, the fucking option. Because I'm pretty sure he probably would have. Shout out to his son, though. Yeah, shout out to his son. Because I've I've seen clips of his son, and his son seems to be a. I don't know. He's gonna like pan out as an adult, but his son is a like he he like mocks his father. Oh, for real? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I mean, like he's the celebrations and everything, like yeah, like it's all <laughs> and little and little dude be kicking ass. Oh yeah, yeah. After on that go, of course. Uh, this is a continuation, but it's a um, oh, who? Ti. Okay, it's a continuation uh, update, but still like excellence. Uh, remember we talked about him building subsidized living in Atlanta. Hmm. The apartment it, it opened. Cool. And the people are moving in. That's great. TI's TI opens his affordable housing development that includes twenty five units for the homeless for homeless children uh, on the grounds. It includes twenty five units for homeless children, and it's on the grounds of a plaza that his grandmother used to shop at. That's where he built it. At. Hmm. He tore down the shopping mall where, like, he grew up going to grocery store with his grandma. Okay. That's where he built it. That's dope. Uh, T.I. is uh, making a major difference in the community he grew up in. The rapper unveiled the affordable housing development that includes 25 units for homeless children hmm. and other stuff. I, I watched the video. It's like a bunch of... So is it a neighborhood or apartments? It's an apartment building. Okay. But he's got like housing in there for like homeless children that are in transition to trying to figure out places and other things and affordable housing what kind of like orphans yeah okay they're like affordable housing units for like families and right he's got a whole bunch of other shit in this that's place that's cool though that's yeah. what they fucking need especially there in Atlanta yeah that's what you said and, and, and I just hope that's like dedicated to one building because I can't see you mixing that up with everybody no here. no no it's one building okay it's for it's that. for that for, the, for yeah, that yeah, specifically that yeah yeah it's a, it's a community for that Oh, the whole community. Yeah, he built like a. He built like a small community. Okay. Well, for that. What I was thinking, like, that one particular it's not one building, building unit. But it's one area yeah. of homes. Okay. All right. For that. That makes sense now. Because I'm thinking, like, damn, just one building? Or, like, was he going to mix them up with regular people? No, you know but yeah, it's, it's not yeah. for regular people. No, no, it's not. Okay. Yeah. That, that totally makes sense now. Yes. Yeah. And he, he, I watched the video he was talking about. It. He was like, "Look, as a, he was like, as in the the profession that we chose to be in, especially in this city, he said a lot of us have been afforded the wealth to do something like this." He said, "Not just hope." He's like, "I got a lot of people that are involved in this with me, so I can't say people aren't doing it." He's like, "But I just hope that this catches on, catches on, and yeah, people, yeah. and then you know, snowballs like." Because who's the one that was doing the shit with the schools? Going to get the books and uh, he, he put a store in the schools. Damn, who was that? Was, Uzi? was that little Uzi Bird? Uh, might have been. Because he ain't been out in the news lately. Yeah, either. it might have been. After he started doing that shit. Might have been. I don't remember. The only thing they still talking about after that was the, the diamond in his face. Or yeah, whatever. and that's gone now. So It's gone? Yeah. Oh, damn. Money wasted. <laughs> I took it out. Oh Instead shit! Of becoming, of becoming a problem. We're on fecals. My bad. Thought we yeah. Done. No, we're not. We're not. We still got fecals. Uh, how many you got? I got two. 
I got two. I got three. You got three? Two of them is like quick hitters. All right, I'll take up one. Uh, my first one is extinguished. Okay. <laughs> a bartender beats a woman to death with a fire extinguisher and leaves her body with Jesus a sandbag Lord. over her head in a construction site. Jesus Lord. All right. Uh, I, I just, it said the victim's body was under a chain link fence when she was discovered. Uh, a bartender has been charged with the murder of a 27-year-old woman after she was found beaten to death with a fire extinguisher and her body was left on a construction site with a sandbag covering her hair. The suspect, Dino Rojas Moreno, Moreno, a 26-year-old bartender from Laguna Hills, California, was arrested after the body of 27-year-old Tatum Goodwin. Tatum? Tatum. It's a girl. Okay, whatever. Um, uh, was discovered on Sunday at about 8.20 a.m. by a worker at a construction site in the 100 block of South Coast Highway in Laguna Beach. Uh, Godwin's body was under a chain link fence on a construction site with a sandbag <clears throat> and a sandbag had been placed on her head at the time of the discovery. Um, Rojas Morena is accused of approaching Goodwin in a nearby parking lot around 1 a.m. that morning and assaulting her near her parked car. This is from the district attorney's uh, statement. Uh, he then forcefully dragged her to the rear of the parking lot down a short alley into a secluded area behind a movie theater that was under construction. So nobody hears screams. Uh, he then... Well, he was then accused of beating Goodwin to death with a fire extinguisher. Goodwin was found several hours later. So then currently unclear what it is currently unclear whether Goodwin had any prior relationship with Roja Moreno, but the suspect failed to show up to work the day of the murder after claiming he had been jumped by several men in Santa Ana. Uh, he's been since charged with one felony count of murder, one felony enhancement of special circumstances of committing the murder in the commission of a kidnapping and one felony Enhancement of the personal use of a weapon, a fire extinguisher, according to the district attorney's office. Uh, he's currently being held in custody without bail, and he is scheduled to be arraigned on Monday at the Central Justice Center in Santa Ana. What does that mean? Scheduled to be arraigned is going to court? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Not, to me, it sounds like you're getting out. Mm-mm. All right. You're just getting out. To, well, they're Arraign setting it up to go to court. Because you find out if you got a bond or if you don't or if you... Okay, well, he definitely ain't got no damn bond. Yeah, like sometimes, you know, a lot of places like courts is closed on the weekend. So if you get locked up on Friday, you don't see a judge till Monday. For real? Yeah. Like there's nobody for the weekend at mm-hmm. all? Nuh-uh. A lot of places, yeah. So you fuck around and find out on Friday at, at, at in the middle of the day, let's say noon, you in there the whole weekend. Mm-hmm. For real? I, hey, bro, I don't fuck around. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The last time I got locked up, I was in there for three days because they closed the processing center. Mm. They closed the processing center because they were getting ready to open that justice center on the south side. Yeah. The processing center used to have 24-hour court. There was a judge in the processing center. He would see you real quick. <laughs> if, your shit was, if your shit was miscellaneous... He'd kick you out. If I'm it thinking, wasn't, you went across the street. I'm thinking about what you were talking about earlier. With the two cities, one in Ohio and one in Ohio. Yeah. The court closed. Yeah, court closed. 
Like, I was in the last time I got locked up. Now, I, was in I was in jail for three days before I saw anyone. Mm. Damn. Just moving from room to room. So what do they do with you? Just they, move you. Are you in the system? You're in the system, and they do other shit with you. They get your medical. They do the other yeah. shit. They get you. Like, I was in oranges and shit by the time court. Like, I went to court in oranges. Damn. Yeah. Damn. That's crazy. Yeah. I didn't know they kept you like that. Nah, I thought you at least like a lot of times ain't a lot of places ain't no weekend court. Like we got it back now, I believe, because the justice center is back open. Okay, but for years and years, bro, wasn't no weekend court. Like when they finally opened the processing center behind CCA, like that was a big deal to have weekend court. So that's, if you got fucked up on a Friday, nigga, you didn't see nobody till Monday. So that's why that chick didn't want to get arrested. Mm-hmm. Well, there was something I was watching. She was driving, motherfucking know they small town people. They knew her car. They seen her driving. She, they got behind her. She blew through a couple stoplights. Nigga pulled up in front of her house, hopped out, and ran in the crib, locked mm. the door behind her. Like left the keys in the car and everything. <laughs> and um, she's screaming out the window. I don't want. I'm not going to get out. I'll be there the whole weekend. And he was like, "We don't know that." But I'm sitting like, "Why the fuck she keeps saying we do know that?" Because the judge don't come back till Monday. Now it makes sense. Yeah, you get locked up Friday, nigga. You're just in there, bro. You're in there. That's crazy. I don't think I know nobody got locked up yeah. on the weekend, though. That's probably why I don't know that. When I called my case down in Hancock County, mm. I got locked up on a Friday. I didn't see the judge till Monday. Damn. My bond was $1,000. So you motherfuckers that kept me in this bitch. They didn't even give me my bond till. So a lot of times down there, even if you ain't got the judge, mm. The system can generate a bond. Oh, really? According to what you did, so you can just it's, as long as it's not like super heinous, the system yeah. can generate a bond. You'll get you to get bond, get some bond tickets out. and shit like that. They give you the court date, blah blah blah. But like, if your shit is something you got to go see a judge about, yeah. Yeah, I was the guy came and they had me down that motherfucker for. I got locked up early on a Friday, nigga. They, I ain't see the judge till Monday afternoon. Yeah. Bob was thousand. I see you never be out here all these days for a fucking thousand dollars, nigga. Y'all could have got this shit. You could have got three, four. I thought my bond was gonna be like four grand. Y'all could have got th- triple this three days ago. <laughs> Let me out, this motherfucker, man. Hell yeah, yeah. That's nah, crazy. It's like the. I got one. Daycare workers busted for allegedly running a child fight ring. <laughs> oh my god that don't sound like fecal that sounds like fun let's see it let's hear it let's see it. unless somebody got hurt that's probably what Eric happened Eric and Sheree Jones 27 and Serena Caldwell 56 were accused of encouraging at least 14 minors to fight each other at Kids Unlimited in Kids Unlimited Prosperity Newberry like County in South Carolina it's not like a fight day yeah the Newberry County Sheriff's <laughs> Office Arrested both teachers on Thursday on charges of contributing to the delinquency of minors and unlawful conduct toward a child. <laughs> Security camera footage later revealed that Jones and Caldwell told at least 14 children to slap, push, punch, shove each other and hit other children at Kids Unlimited as a means of punishment or incentivize them to follow the rules. <laughs> They had a little hitman in that motherfucker over there fuck little buddy up. Oh, man. that's gonna, Them kids going to remember that. Yeah. It's going to be a list out on anybody who got pushed, punched, slapped, kicked. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the teachers is gone. Yeah. Damn, that had to be fun. Yeah. Yeah, I think they was probably gonna quit. Daycare is like they probably got they they probably got tired of it. Yeah, and, and it was just like, like fuck, he, hey, go fuck him up. Yeah, I mean, like that one teacher. Yeah. And she was yeah. she was holding court in her room. Yeah, had more pay. She was paying motherfuckers. Square up. Yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> we had a video of that, didn't we? <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, my last one is the setup and the jab. Oh shit. Uh, it says she met him on a dating app, and things turned intimate. Then he covered her mouth and slashed her throat. Jesus Christ, that got dark. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, a Texas woman says everything seemed to be going well during her first day with the man she met on a dating app until he suddenly brutally attacked her and slashed her throat. Jesus. Taylor Smith, 22, she's young, understood. Uh, met Cordell Roshan Stewart in September on... What the hell? Oh, oh, BLK. I thought they were talking about cigars. That's an app. Yeah. It's a, it's a yeah, it's a app for young black professionals. Mm-hmm. Uh, after back and forth texting for about five days, the two set up a date. Um, Smith invited Stewart, who was 24, to her house in Houston. She cooked him a meal. Oh, he found a good girl. The two watched a movie at her house together and later moved to the bedroom and started to get intimate. This nigga found one. The coochie price thing. As they were kissing, Stewart then suddenly covered her mouth and pulled out a knife and slit her throat. Breast stink. That's what it was. Uh, now Smith, who released pictures of the stitches across her neck from the knife wound, is sounding them harm by dating app safety after Stewart turned out to have previously been arrested on a murder charge. Jesus Christ. A judge in April 2023 dismissed the murder charge because of an unavailable and uncooperative eyewitness that he took out, probably. Um, he told Smith he was working as a cook at Oh, he told the girl. He told me if he was working as a cook at Sonic Drive-In. What, that's what kind of that's professional? <laughs> she just got the lowest of the lowest on that motherfucker, didn't she? And she cooked for this nigga. And he worked at he's a, Sonic. He's supposed to make her some hot dogs. It says, uh, be okay with my first dating app. This is her talking. Uh, my first and last. Yeah. Smith told the guy from the county lady. I've always heard crazy stories about it, but I never really thought it could happen to me. Mm-hmm. This was literally the first person I decided to meet off the app. So Jesus Christ. Yeah, that shit's fucked up, man. All right. Well, mine, this next one goes to the entire hospital in Salem, Massachusetts. Salem? Yeah. Which trials? Yeah, them. What happened? Salem Hospital in Massachusetts revealed that Hundreds of patients were possibly exposed to hepatitis B, hepatitis C, and HIV. Damn. So we got duty and blood. <laughs> Salem Hospital of Massachusetts announced on Wednesday that hundreds of patients may have been exposed to hepatitis B, C, and HIV. The hospital said that the exposure occurred while patients undergoing an anscropacy were... Administered IV medication mm. in a matter not consistent with their best practices. And the is a practice where that involves inserting a long, flexible tube called an endoscope into a body to look inside. They peeking. That's crazy. The hospital said that they that they were made aware of the incident earlier this year and that they have corrected the practices. 
They also explain that in the statement they have determined that the infection risk of patients from this event is extremely small. Salem Hospital has notified all potential impacted patients, set up a clinical staff hotline to answer questions, and we're providing them with free screening of any necessary support. The hospital said in the statement that there is no evidence to date of any infections resulting in the problem. Huh. Yeah. So basically... Them motherfuckers wasn't switching out them tools or them cameras. Just dirty. And and they was looking at motherfuckers who had shit going on and was putting that shit in motherfuckers who didn't have shit going on. Are they black? Yeah. No, no, no. This is a whole nother one. This is my last one. Oh, my bad. This is my last I know you had three. My bad. Yeah, nah. I got, I got one. This this one. Uh, I know you said they was quickies. That's what it yeah. was. I ain't even realized this uh. It's just a follow. I didn't even know this happened, but it's a it's a all in one because it's a follow up, but to a story we didn't ever tell. Mm. Colorado man sentenced to thirteen years for shooting a Waffle House cook over a mask. <clears throat> Kevin Watson, thirty, was sentenced to thirteen years for shooting a Waffle House cook on May twelfth, two thousand twenty, mm. around midnight. Watson entered the Waffle House to order food. He entered the restaurant without a mask and was told he needed one to be served. According to the witnesses working that night, Watson left the restaurant and returned with the mask, but would not wear it. Watson was asked to leave the restaurant and leave. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> the way people are, man. Yeah, Watson was asked to leave the restaurant and leave, and that's when Watson pulled out a gun and threatened to shoot the cook. He eventually left the he finished to go. He eventually left the restaurant shortly after midnight. The next day officers responded to a shooting at the restaurant and discovered the cook, who was threatened nearly twenty four hours ago, was shot in the stomach. The cook identified Watson as a suspect <laughs> as the staff deemed him as a regular at the restaurant. Stupid. Watson pled guilty to attempted second degree murder. He's stupid. I think he came back the next day and shot that man. Said the cat came back the very next day and shot that man. He thought he was a goner. Over <laughs> being told to wear a goddamn mask. Damn, that's fucked up. Yeah. Stupid. Stupid, stupid, stupid. stupid. I ain't shoot nobody over no damn mask. Oh man, that's another one in the books. Unless you got another one. No, 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 that's it. That's it. That's it. That's I'm it. about to go blow this toilet up. Jesus Christ! If this is over here, just Rick and Morty and boys. It's like show me what you got. <laughs> I'm gonna make the Doogie Doo break dance. Oh my lord! Around the motherfuckers, <laughs> shit. Hey, why is it the shit that that's, that's naturally fucking embarrassing? Uh, like farts and farts and boobles. Yeah. Just because they're so loud. Still, it's natural. But I mean, still. Like, you be, you know, you get around a new girl, you don't want to shit around a new girl. Oh, hell no. Until she gets used to you, then you be like, boom, boom, boom. You just don't give a fuck no more. Shit up. Yeah. But then you ride somebody new, you hold them until you go home. So you get in there, as soon as you want to get that little hug, you're trying to hurry, keep your stomach out, and then you go out to the car. It's just, it's just fire. Remember that little video they had going on social media? 
But he went outside like he has to get some out of his car. <laughs> and a ring camera caught that nigga letting it ride. That nigga opened the door. And he said, Woo! He stood there and fanned himself. Went right on back in the house. <laughs> Why the fuck do we need to do that? Constructs. What in the universe says we have to excrete and defecate? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Why? I don't know. Do well, I guess plants do it too. Yeah, they do. Yeah, plants do it's it just too. good for the earth. Hell, ours is good for the earth. It is. It is. It's all good for the earth. It's just it's all a big circle. It's all a big cycle. Ugh. It's nasty. <laughs> Why gotta be so nasty? Though? That's that's the problem. Yeah. Why can't you come out like little blocks? Or why can't I shit like a sheep? Why yeah, little sp- pellets. Yeah, why I got to splatter all over the place? Yeah, that's just, just going like to Yeah, and they just move on. They yeah, got wipe their ass or nothing. Yeah, no, they just go on much today. You better not wipe your ass. There's a comedian. He wipes his ass in the shower. He doesn't use uh, toilet paper. That's, he gets in the shower that's and rough. uses his raw hand. That's and he says he has dingleberries and hair all around like the little drain. Uh, he says his girlfriend has to deal with that. I was like, uh, we out here. Orcus back in the house, baby. Orcus back in the house. <laughs> we go. We go. Talk to us, we talk back. We go. <laughs>